Solid State Radio. Adam the Goat Boy Luthien in studio with me is my co-host Gator Grant. Hi. It has been a while. It has. The world has changed. I take sips. Yeah, you do, you man. Um, the the world has changed a lot since we last got to talk on here. Um, what do you mean? Well, just lots of things have happened in each other's worlds, and things are different now. I think. I don't know. I lost a little bit of weight. <laughs> Good for you, man. You know what? If anything needed to happen, that apparently was top of the list. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you, Goat. I got to remember even how to do producing. Not like a ton, but, you know, I've yeah. been drinking water and I have drinking not, as much pop. I, have, I mean, I might have lost weight. But I'm a G-Fuel fiend now. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, there's got to be something for everyone. Hey, it works. Let's see here. Okay, let's share this. We'll share this to this group. That one. <laughs> like I said, I got to remember how to produce. And uh-huh. um, I'm not that good at it. What's that? I don't know that group. Why am I in that group? I didn't join that group. Are you sure? <laughs> apparently I did. <laughs> I don't know. I do a lot of things, apparently, that I don't remember doing. That's kind of what happens. Do-do-do. That'll work. We can share it to all those. And then we'll also share it to a link. Boop, boop, doop. Oh, yeah, dude. I I do everything. I do do a lot. I'm aware because I don't know how to do any of it. Someone has to. And then we can go back here. I just try to organize things. And then we have to look for solid state. And go through the endless amount of depressing posts on Reddit. That one. Don't want to switch yet. I just want to watch from here. Aha. All right. Perfect. I'm producing now. Aha. So that's good. Um, Production. Yeah, right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, this week, too, everybody, if you want to, anyway, if you're watching on Facebook, which if you aren't, why not? Um, you can see both of us now. Um, last week, you could only see Go Boy. This takes a lot of pressure off of me. It, I it feel does. so much better. You know, the beard that I have takes up a majority of the space that I get in the screen. <laughs> um, it has not gotten any smaller. No, it's it's getting pretty um, full there. It's, it's a pretty healthy beard at this yeah, point healthy beard um so i was telling goat on the way into that like yesterday was if you count like doing things outside of work which sure. i think that's fair um yesterday was my first true day off in probably about three weeks at least where nothing was scheduled i wasn't stuck doing something or whatever maybe. you had an actual rest day i did and i took full advantage of said rest day good um i i discovered a couple things Okay. That um, kind of contribute to my overall well-being that I was like, I'm not okay. <laughs> um, so if it's not obvious, I'm a big boy, it's a big right? Boy. 
And um, a lot of the times, us big boys, when we sleep at night, we need a machine to help us keep breathing while we sleep. Yeah. Because our bodies go, I'm too lazy to remember to breathe. Yours isn't one of the recalled ones, is it? No, it's not a recalled one. Um, but, um, like, there's routine maintenance that has to be done on them. Like, they have to, sure, parts have yeah, to be changed out or, you know, filters have to be changed and all that. Mm -hmm. Um this last week was the first time that I realized that something really wasn't okay with it. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And so it, it, it pushes pressure, air, on your face yeah. the entire night. Yes. Like, and that's it forces your body to remember to breathe, which is really cool. It also makes me not snore, which is even better. Which is the most oh, amazing man. thing out of that. Because Being somebody that lived in a room with me, you understand the joy. I didn't even live in the room the, with you. You I, were in the area. Yes, I was in the area. I don't snore at night anymore. We could We could hear you. Oh, yeah. Coming down the hall. I believe you, 100%. Um, <laughs> but, so, it has pressure. I, like, it does a ramp-up thing where, yeah. like, when you first put it on and hit the power button, it stays at a lower pressure just to kind of, you know, help you fall asleep. Sure, yeah. Um, and then once you're asleep, it, it ramps up into its on pressure. Okay. So, like, it's normal, like, startup pressure is, like, 4 PSI. Like, no okay. big deal, right? Like, just, that, that's about it. And then while you're sleeping, it's like 12 and a half. So it's it like, aggressive. Ah, hi, Drew. Um, it is aggressive, but for good reason. So I don't die. Yeah, no, I realize that. Right? It, just, it sounds aggressive. It, it, it is. And um, what I was finding out was that my machine was not kicking into the higher pressure. Okay. And so for an entire, I, I would imagine at least a week, like I wasn't sleeping well at night. Okay. Which I usually can tell but apparently it was enough that i couldn't tell it was really weird well because the machine is still technically on but not doing what it's supposed to right and um so i imagine it would contribute to sleeping oh but not as effective as it should be right yes i, I think that's a majority of what was going on but i'll understand as well i was so dog ass tired that's true that i wasn't recognizing i thought it was just like no i'm just i'm beat yeah. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. No, I, I was still, I apparently had some gas in the tank, but I couldn't get to it. And so <laughs> I fixed that, which Good. is great. Fantastic. Um, and, you know, did all that. But, like, it was just every weekend we were, there was something going on. Sure. Like, you know, two weekends ago when I called off on it, I was like, dude, I, I can't because I have to move a family member. Yeah. I thought I was just moving a bed. Oh, no. Was not just a bed. It was everything. Was the whole apartment. Wow. Yeah. So it was one of those, like, we get there at, like, I don't know, one thirty, two o'clock. Sure. And I was hearing, you know, all week I had heard it's just going to be a bed. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, no, you I'll know. help you move yeah, a bed. I yeah, can no move a deal. bed, yeah, no sure. problem. And, you know, Sarah's like, well, it's a heavy bed. So, you know, do you want to call a friend and maybe they can help you out? And I'm like, it's a bed. <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to be that guy, and I'm not, like, the world's strongest man by any means. No. Um, but the, also the idea is that you're helping, so there should, right. other be, there should be other people there. So <sighs> and how, I'm how many people does it take to move a bed? That was my concern as well. I was like, two people my size, we can move a bed. I don't care. I feel like two people of lesser size can move a bed. Ma yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And so, you know, I get there, and I see that it's not just a bed. And I looked at her, and I was like, what day does she have to be out of here? Like, what is the time frame yeah, I'm yeah, moving yeah. out? And, you know, it's Sunday mm -hmm. at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. And I was like, "What? when does she have to be moved out of this apartment? She goes, well, they're cleaning it tomorrow. Oh, no. 
let me let me send a message real quick because <laughs> ain't no way I'm getting out of here in time for the show. Wait, There's no, not a chance. Minute, Larry. Yeah, not a chance. And so that's when I messaged you and I was like, dude. Th- yeah, there's no, no, no. no way and i was fine with it because we were there's no way both this week or last week and the week before that we were going to compete with the other thing that was going yeah, not on not a chance the first time in detroit history of ford field yeah yeah we're not gonna do this it doesn't it doesn't even matter if it's at ford field it doesn't matter at all no it didn't it's just it, the fact that they're in the playoffs is yeah. enough to where no one's tuning no, in no one's going to no. and so you know it is what it is and it'll probably be like with the uh super bowl coming up next weekend yeah um we probably won't have a show next weekend no we're not gonna have a show next weekend anyway right yeah, that's so. what I mean. Like, I'm pretty confident that like February is also kind of almost a wash. Okay, entirely. I don't know, um, but on top of the Super Bowl and other extenuating circumstances, sure. Um, I'm coming back from Illinois on Sunday. <laughs> I'm not going to want to drive eight nine hours. I'm going to be in Florida, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, it's just not going to work. Yeah, and, and I mean, here's the thing to anybody that's listening that's like, oh, I listen to Solid State Radio all the time, and you guys are like, you're on, but you're not really on, and you're not as consistent, this and that. Understand this. You have two people here that have probably the most demanding actual job in this world. <laughs> We have responsibility. We have lives outside of this place. This is not anything that we do to get paid. Yeah. This is fun for us. This is a hobby. This is just a joyous thing that we suck at, but it's great at the same time. And so it is what it is. So if you're like, man, I wish you guys were more consistent. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right. Like, we do too, but it is what it is. Like, there's, just, there's just a lot of stuff that comes up here right. and there and stuff, and uh, you know. But the other thing is, is we're not here to compete with major things. Right. So like, we're not gonna be better than other big talk shows that you guys know the names of. We're not. Well, I don't know. I mean, we might be able to be Bob and Tom. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't care about that. I'm not looking to compete with other radio stations. What I'm. What I'm getting at is that we're not going to be able to compete with like the Super Bowl. We're not going to no. be able to compete with the Lions games. No, it's just not a chance. When stuff like that happens, when you have things that are scheduling conflicts, no one's going to tune in. It's the reason why, like when we've had the Fourth of July stuff happen, yeah, we we're take not here it on the Fourth of July. You know, yeah, for one of two reasons. Either number one. It's Family obvious that we're not going to be able to compete with what's going on. Number two, we go see people. You go see people. <laughs> I I do not, but I also don't care. So Right. So kind of a backstory as to why it's been shaky for the last like month and a half, two months. All right. Sure. It is what it is. We're busy people. We have lives. We need to do things. And that's just what it comes down to. Number two. I usually always bring snacks into the show. Yes. Right? Like, I'm a big snack guy during the show. I don't have a snack today. I have a freaking sandwich. I know, and I'm jealous. It it smells wonderful. I wish you would have bought two. I thought about it, to be <laughs> honest with you. But here's backstory on why I have a sandwich. Because why not just turn this into a complete bitch fest right oh, off the okay, get-go, right? Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Okay, so um, I leave for Illinois for a week tomorrow. Like, I have to go work in Illinois for a week, and it's no big deal, except for the fact that my daughter's birthday is this week. Oh, that is a big deal. Well, I missed my son's birthday because I was in Louisiana. Oh, yeah. So it only makes sense that I would miss my daughter's birthday as well. Yeah, of course. Why not? You know, I mean, just let's 
fill it all out. Sure. You know, it is what it is. And so today is the day that we're like, hey, let's celebrate your birthday today. Yes. Because why not? It doesn't matter if it's actually the day. It's just what we choose to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So you like, do what you can. You make up for it when you can. Exactly. And so it was like, you know, let's do the presents today. Let's hang out today. And um, where do you want to go to eat? Yes. Which, always a big deal. Which, initially, she was just like, I want to go to, like, Culver's or something. I'm like, step up your game, yeah, woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, Culver's is tasty, though. I understand, but for birthday, yeah, no, when I dad's ready to spend some cash. Listen, if I get nothing, it's Red Lobster or right. whatever. It's anything where I could get myself some crab legs. Right. And so my wife kind of talked with her a little bit, and I was like, you know, you can pick, like, a sit-down restaurant and this and that. And so she picks Black Rock. Okay. Okay. And I just realized I said the name of the restaurant. I did not mean to because shit going downhill. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And so we go to this restaurant. Said restaurant. Said restaurant. I'm not going to say it again. No, if you caught it, it good for you. It but was a restaurant, but not a restaurant. Yeah. It was, you know, whatever. It but, didn't happen. So we go there and understand I haven't had too many bad experiences at this <laughs> restaurant. Actually, you know what? If they hear it, fuck it. All right? I'm going to tell you, you guys screwed up. I've never eaten there. So oh, my God. Brutally. I, it's the place where you have to cook your own food, right? If you buy that food, yes. Yeah, no. I, I have strong... I will never eat there right. because I have strong principles <laughs> about that. Right. If I'm going there to spend money, you you cook my food. Yeah, no. I don't care that there's a specialized thing that I get to... Ooh, no. I do? can do that on my grill. Right. You I, cook my I goddamn cook food. Yeah. <laughs> cook my food. You know, so we go there, all right? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, we sit down, and my daughter loves um, root beer. Root beer is one of her favorite things in the world. Who doesn't love root beer? Uh, exactly. And so we go there, and they're like, hey, what do you guys want, want to drink? And this and that. And so we go around, and my daughter's like, do you guys have root beer? Which, yes, they do. They keep it in a keg, and they pour it on tap. Whoa. They have the good root beer, right? <sighs> Another reason to go to said place. Sure. And so he's like, no, we don't have root beer. And I looked at him and was like, can you ask the bartender? Because I'm pretty sure you do, you know? Yeah. And so he's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm like, oh, my God, we're in for a treat this time. So he goes up there and he's like, oh, yeah, we do. Do you want a root beer? And she's like, well, yeah. And he goes, okay. And then he comes back like 15 minutes later. He's like, we can't figure out something with the keg. It's not working. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't get you one. And she's like, that's fine. Can I get a Dr. Pepper? And she, he's like, yeah, sure. So he brings that over. And then we do the funny thing, because it's her birthday, of like, let's order dessert, dessert first. Sure. Because why not? This is fun. Yeah. And so we order dessert, okay? Have you had the sparkler volcano? No, you've never been there. No, I've never been so there, they because send... I'm strongly against right. this restaurant. Okay, so they, <laughs> they, they do this dessert where it's like a brownie, like five scoops of vanilla ice cream, mm -hmm. caramel, whipped cream, chocolate, an upside-down <gasps> ice cream cone in the middle, and Ooh. then they put a sparkler in it and light it on fire. That sounds amazing with the exception of the sparkler because I don't, I don't like mixing fire. It's my daughter. And sparklers are cool. Kids, right? yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I get Do it. you know what an ice cream cone tastes like when a sparkler's been burning inside of it? Like uh, charred firework? Like, yeah. 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 I didn't know what that tasted like until today. Holy crap, was that disgusting. Yeah, it was I would believe awful. It. Once again. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. That just happens. Every other part of it was really good. Yes. Brownie was good. Ice cream was good. It was just the ice cream cone that the sparkler was in. I was like, yeah, you could do without that. Yeah, that no, that's that's just, garbage. Sulfur cone is not great. Exactly. And so I was like, all right, we can get past this. No big deal. So 
we do that, and then I'm like, all right, I want my fried pickles now. Because I love fried pickles. Who doesn't love fried pickles? Exactly. So I get my fried pickles. Man loves his fried pickles. Right. And so they ask what we want to eat. My daughter's the only one that gets the stone. Okay? And she thinks it's fun to cook her food on the stone. Because she's a kid, and why wouldn't she? Exactly. And it's when she's allowed to cook, but Daddy has to be right there because otherwise it's, you know... Well, because it's dangerous. Well, yeah. It's 700 degrees. I know. Yeah. It'll burn your fingers. That's the other part that I don't like about the whole thing. It's hot. You sweat while you're trying to eat. I hate it. It's It's stupid. It's stupid. The whole idea is stupid. The premise of it, that's why I... No. Yeah. So I get a burger. So my ban list. Like, I get a burger because they have to cook it in the back. Yes. It's wonderful. And usually the burgers are pretty darn good. Okay. So we get there. We order all this food, right? Yes. Takes like 20 minutes before we even see anything. And I'm like, mm, this is a problem. Like, th- you're not that busy. Like, this is a problem, you uh-huh. know, because it, it's this shouldn't be a big deal. But finally he comes out and he's like, hey, man, you know, I'm really sorry. I know it's been taking a while, but, you know, your son's order didn't make it back with the rest of it. And so I put that in and they're going to fire everything now kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, all right. You know, I get it. He goes, I'm going back to grab your pickles right now. I'm like, deal. We can deal with this, right? Yeah. So he goes back, gets those. We eat those. Another like 15, 20 minutes. Mind you. If you had to guess the doneness of my burger when I order it, what would you guess I get my burgers done at? Uh, if it's your choice? Yes. I, I I would go with probably on the rare side. I like medium rare for yeah. burgers, I personally. I want rare to medium rare. Yeah. Like, get the outside seared, leave the inside red. We're yes. good. No big deal. So that's, that's how I order my burgers, right? Yeah. And so, finally, all the food comes out. Okay? Texas burnt. Dude. I am telling you right now, <laughs> I took two bites of this burger and I stopped eating it. Oh, it had sat in the hot window for about fifteen minutes. Now, some of you at home may be like, "Gator, you don't know that. You don't know that it sat in the hot window for fifteen minutes." Ah, oh, the fuck I don't. What's a hot window? It's where you set the plates of food before they go out to the. They have heat lamps on top. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's to keep it hot while the server grabs it to pull it all out. Yeah. Okay. Um, for those that don't know that. That's what it is. Why? Because I worked in a restaurant for years. I know how this crap works. I know how things happen. I'm not stupid, and my my scale of like expectation is not through the roof. It's you're you're making food for people. Do the right thing. Do the good job. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what's more personal than things you put in your mouth? <laughs> like, it's very simple. <laughs> I got one. (laughs) You know what? I mean, it it is what it is. But so I take like two bites of this burger and I'm like, I can't eat this thing. Like it tastes like nothing. The bread has already become stale. You can't put that in the other more personal place either. Right. It doesn't work. Exactly. And so like this all goes on. Mind you, we don't see our server for like half an hour after he drops off the food. Oh, really? So I have no refill of said drink. Ooh. I have no refill of anybody's drink at the table. You get docked on tips on that one. Oh, I am one of those people that I have the hardest time tipping less than 20%. I can't do it. I have only stiffed one person in my life, and boy, did she deserve that one. But anyone else, I can't physically tip you less than 20%. I don't know how. I will dock you on tips if I sit there with a drink that is unfilled. Right. For I, an extended period of time. Right. You, 10 minutes with my drink empty on the table, you're losing something here. Because let's go. Come on. 
listen, I'm thirsty. I'm a thirsty boy. I need it. Right. And so he finally comes around at the end when <laughs> we're like getting ready to leave kind of thing. Like he's like, oh, do you guys need a box? And he looks at me and he's like, do you need a box for your burger? I was like, no. And he goes, what? And my wife's like, actually, his did not turn out all that well. And he goes, oh, no, what happened? <laughs> I looked at him and was like, the thing sat under a heat lamp for 15 minutes, and now it tastes like garbage. <laughs> and he looks at me and said, I'm not, no, I don't want it. And so I didn't eat my burger. Yeah. Okay. And so they box it all up, and he goes, okay, here's the bill. And he hands me the bill. And I was like, you can take that right back. He goes, well, I said, I ain't paying for that garbage. Why, do, why am I paying for that burger? I didn't eat it, and you let it go to crap. Okay. Like, no. I, I I will pay for everything we ate. You guys sat and waited for food. Right. For 50 minutes. Right. Just to get your food. Yes. Yes. And it was wrong. They couldn't figure out how to do a root beer after <laughs> telling you that, no, there is no root any. beer. Yeah. When you have a specialized keg for said root beer. Right. Didn't come to check up on drinks or anything. Nope. So, uh, you know, and if I, if I did choose to eat the burger that tasted like garbage, you know what I would really like? Some sort of, like, hey, we're really sorry it went bad. We're going to comps part of this. Something for to wash down the burger well, with. Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> and so, yes. Yeah. So I looked at him and said, you can take that bill right back because I'm not paying for this. And he goes, what? I said, I'm not paying for the burger. Maybe you didn't hear me. I'm not paying for the burger. Because I didn't eat it because it's garbage. So he goes up there and, like, manager swipes off on it or whatever and does all that. And he brings it back and he's like, hey, man, just want to let you know, manager's really sorry. Hope we didn't lose your business, this and that. And so we took that off the bill. I'm like, okay, cool. And then he leaves and I'm looking over the bill. The root beer costs more than a pop because it's specialized, right? Yes. He still charged her for a damn root beer. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to freak out because at this point, my kids have already, like, wife and kids are already in the car. Yes. You know, it's like, get out of here because I'm going to oh, handle you're, this you're shit. Doing, yeah, no. <laughs> like, I'm going to. You don't want the kids to witness this. Right. Like, yeah. I'm going to rip into somebody mm-hmm. here in a no, minute. And so I look at it and I'm like. I don't have the gusto on. that you do. I'm just like, well, I guess life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> But so I'm looking over the bill and I like my wife and the both kids, they got like the sweet potato waffle fries, which is an upcharge to get sweet potato waffle fries. It's gross. They love them. Uh, Okay. Okay, fine. So it's an upcharge. But I see that he missed the upcharge on one of the bills. Okay. On one of the the entrees or whatever. So it was like, okay, so the upcharge technically would be offset for this. So it was one of those like it's a wash kind of thing. But I'm looking at him like, dude, you don't even know how to do a darn thing. Like you didn't refill my drink. You didn't do this. And not only that, but like, yeah, you comped my burger. You should. I can tell you right now that if I were still in the restaurant business and I heard that this was going on at the table, like that server came up to me and said, hey, I need you to comp this because the guy's not going to pay for it. Why not? Oh, this is what happened. What? Hang on. Let me walk over there and say, sir, I'm really sorry that this happened. Not only am I going to comp that, but I'm going to do like a 50% off here because the experience you had was not what we should be doing. Uh So let me go the extra mile to make sure you come back and give us another chance. Yes. That's the right way to do it. I mean, I agree with you in business practices, but. I didn't get shit. Yeah, well. I got my burger comped and I was like, screw it, man. Here's my card. And he runs the card and brings it back. Of course, me being who I am, it's like, dude, I have to tip you. I can't yeah. not do that. 
So I tip him, and then I walk out, and my wife goes, so how much did you tip him? I was like, 24%. Oh, <laughs> and she get goes, her. Well, I said, Sarah, you know I can't do this. Like, you know how everybody says minimum is 20%? Mm-hmm. That's a farce. If you ain't doing 25 to 30%, get the hell out. Like, you, you no. These people, in a perfect world, are busting their ass. Yeah. This guy, eh, not so much. But at the same time, it's like, dude, I, you seem new to this. And I don't see this as all your fault because I'm sure you were trained at some point. Sure. But if you're new, which you told us you were new, uh-huh. that manager should be shadowing your ass all the time Yeah. until she or he trusts the job you're doing. That never happened. Uh-huh. So does the fault lie on the server? No. Does the fault lie on management? You bet your ass it does. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I don't care about here. Uh, <laughs> not, you know, like, I, I care about your story. I'm sorry for the experience or whatever. It but is like, what it is. I, I have very different opinions on you than when, when it comes to the whole tipping and so on I and know. so forth. I know I'm a, a weird person in that. But no, it's a good thing. What you do is good. I think so. But. I mean, I tip very generously. I tip generously to people that deserve to have generous tips. That's fair. And then I will do, you know, whatever the correct thing is or whatever I deem to be the correct thing. And typically it lines up. And usually I'm doing overboard or whatever for the most part. But if I get bad service, I don't really care. I won't <laughs> stiff somebody, but, no. you know. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, my wife has seen me. I've I've stiffed one server once. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you're not getting shit from me because mm-hmm. um, you didn't do anything. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not paying for a darn thing. But we've had another one where I only tipped them 15%. Yeah. And my wife looked at me and went, oh. I was like, oh, no, they were straight hot garbage. Yeah. But that server looks at a 15% tip and doesn't look at it and go, oh, I need to step up my game. They look at it and go, oh, he's just a cheapskate. I don't think they look at it that way. Probably not. They probably go 15. That's not bad. That's sweet because most people are really bad at tipping. So. Right. But the uh, the other portion of it, like, I get it, but why big argument towards, like, the, the tipping thing? I, I don't agree with tipping. No. Because it shouldn't exist? No. They should just get paid a livable wage and we can be done with this garbage. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, right. I, I think that people who like to tip, you should be able to. I you think can you tip should if they go above and beyond. Go above and beyond and you want to give somebody a tip, I think that's great. You right. Know? I like the idea of that. I don't like, and I, to my knowledge, it's really just the service industry, right? Like, it's just the restaurant industry for the as most part. As far as I can think of, yeah. That does this? Because, like, when you get a haircut, tips are... Preferred. supposed to happen yeah. but like i'm pretty sure they get paid like a livable well or a good wage they, or a decent wage they might live in the same world as servers but i, I think know. they're more like bartenders bartenders are typically paid at least state minimum okay and then they make earned tips on top of that so i just i wonder I if hairdressers are the same way i don't know i don't know and i don't want to speak out of my ass on that one right but like i know with like the restaurant industry it, it is a damn shame. Like, oh, you yeah, ju- I do think you should pay, like tip the people, but yeah. I don't think they should have to live based upon people's tips. Right. Like when I worked there, the servers, um, when I worked at the restaurant I did, the servers were paid about $2.65 an hour. Yeah. And that was just to cover the basically the taxes that come out of whatever. But they lived solely on tips. Yeah, that no. was their income. Absolutely. And that's the part that like I look at and go, that's awful. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. No, like, you want to have a good server? Pay them. 
Any company out there, I will tell you this. You want a morale booster? You want to engage your employees to do a better job? You want to bring loyalty into perspective or employee retention? Pizza parties don't work. Pizza parties don't work for crap. Little parties at the office, whoopity-doo. No one gives a shit, okay? You want to do something, pay them more. And then on a Friday when you're all caught up and it's slow, hey, man, you've been doing a great job. Take off at noon. I'll pay you till five. Wait, really? Yeah, I got you. Oh no, hundred percent. I agree with you, but it's holy not, crap, this is amazing. And, and by no means, like if everybody stiffs their, you know, their waiters or waitresses, it's not going to change the world. No, and then we can't fix this. And I don't, I don't want that to happen. Like that's right. not the thing I'm advocating for. But I also don't really like the idea of like, hey, you got to put all this extra money in for somebody because they can't, you know. It just it bothers me to a certain extent. So, yeah, if you do a really good job, well, 100%, and I will go above and beyond for that, right? Yeah, Michael says, um, what's up, fellas? As far as the tip industry goes, mostly bartenders, waitresses in the music couldn't have done it without those people to somehow... Johnny Government got his hands into that, and these people are getting fucked, I mean, screwed over. I mean... Right, I mean, all help. What? Learn to write. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. It's, I think we're on the same page, but holy crap, that was hard to read. We are on the same page. <laughs> it is unfortunate. It isn't the way it should be, and it is screwed up. And you should tip people. I'm not saying that you should not right. do it. No, tip but, the people. Absolutely, but you know, the tip is based upon the the level of effort that gets put in, or the pleasantry, or whatever. If I have right. somebody who's kind and gets the food out on time and all that stuff, like yeah, no, and, I and even you. if the food isn't out on time, that's usually the cook's fault, not right. theirs. So right. like, I'm not taking it out on them. No, you know, but like the the paying attention to the table, the smiling, they just whatever. It's that's all it is is the experience, right? So, <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. voice text doesn't complement my writing skills. No, because I can read that just fine. <laughs> So Either like, way. Yeah, no, absolutely. Tip your waiters, tip your waitresses, do that. But yes. They're bad. If they suck at their they job. suck at their job. Just don't blame the food on your server. Blame everything else. Yes. Anyway, with that in mind, we do have to take a break here. You guys listen to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this, so stick around. The Sessions Concert Series returns to Metamora, Michigan. Cascade Lounge is the place to see three great bands that I play on my show that you need in your life. Saturday, February 17th, come on out and see Living AI, Today's Okay, and Heat Above. You've heard them on the show, you've loved them, now come see them live. No tickets to buy, no cover, just come on in. It's all taking place at Cascade Lounge in Metamora, Michigan. Saturday, February 17th. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology.
Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, Downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, Downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered Downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Days Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Days Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascadon Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. 
Net. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, so things have happened in the past, you know, aside. Do, do we have our gripes over? Is there more things that you have to get off your chest? No, I think that's good enough for that's now. That's it. I, I want to get into fun stuff, and I, I have one. I don't know what your time frame was, but I have a game. We can do the game. Uh, let's. Do you want to? Do you want to do the sports talk first? Or do you yeah. want to do the game first? We can do sports talk first, and then we'll do a game. So, people at home, um, I have a game. I don't know if it was teased or not. I didn't it see the teaser. It was not. I didn't do a teaser. Okay, cool. Didn't have um, so anybody listening, there is a there is a game coming up that you can play at home. Woo! I, I don't have a better name for it, and I suck at coming up with names for games. But it's uh, basically, is this an emo song? Or is this a young adult novel? That's all you get to know. Which is which? Right. I'm going to give you a title, and then you have to guess whether this is an emo song title or one of those like trashy young adult novel titles. Because I thought about it the other day, Uh and I was like, man, I bet you they're actually pretty close where it would be hard to tell the difference. And then um, we looked them up, and... Yep, it's hard to tell the difference. I would believe that. Also, um, not to give myself all the credit in the world, because I can't, because my wife needs to take a good portion of this credit. Um, She's taking a class for school. Okay. Yeah, she's back in school, which is fun. But it's it's like continuing to add credits to keep the certification. Yeah, to keep the certification. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, and um, she learned how to use chat GPT. Okay. And then she taught me how to use chat GPT. Oh, that's scary. Uh, it's so much fun. I believe it would be it for you. It can do everything you want. <laughs> it's amazing. And so I was like, tell me this. And then it would go, and it'd rip out a whole bunch of stuff. And I'd read it and go, well, that's cool. <laughs> and so it's fun playing with an AI. Either way, we will get to that. It is going to be a ton of fun. Uh, my kids wanted to keep playing in the car this morning i believe it and they were like can we keep playing that game i'm like no because i haven't read them and i need to make sure that they're fresh for me too yeah so that way i don't say them different ways and then kind of give hints right that makes sense yeah so sports talk sports talk do we i don't think we have any music for sports talk but we have sports talk i don't know i think we should just like play john cena's music for everything that's fair (laughs) that's a really good one to pick Yeah. Anytime we go over a topic, just <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, uh, could, I could see the uh, the John Cena music. Oh my! Okay, so before we get into sports talk, because oh it kind of lines up a little bit with it. Okay, is uh, there's there's two commercials. <laughs> okay, that I've, I, I'm dying. I'm dying from these commercials. I can't stop laughing. They're the best things that I've I've listened to. Okay, and both of them are sports related. So one of them is the FanDuel commercial, right? FanDuel. Or no, no, it might be DraftKings. Doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know, sports betting app. So, and it's Kevin Hart. Okay. And he's talking to, uh, is it, is it Jim Mora? The old, like the coach? Oh yeah. The football coach? Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, I, I, I look up this commercial every now and then just for a laugh. Like it wasn't just enough (laughs) that it came on YouTube all the time, but it like, it makes me cry laughing every single time. This one's titled playoffs. Does this sound like sports? That's it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. That's the, but that's, it's that's it's a, Jay Mora. That's right? Jay, Jay Mora, uh, based off of uh, uh, his like that's what they're playing off of in the commercial, right? Right. So in the commercial, you know, uh, Kevin Hart gets up there and he goes, uh, you know, and you can win instantly. 
Instantly? Yes, instantly. <laughs> playoffs, playoffs. <laughs> Back and forth. And I die. It's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I cannot, like, I just watch it constantly. I can't stop. Nice. So there is that one. And then there's another one for uh, the Super Bowl or whatever. And it's, I don't know if it's like a peacock thing or whatever, you know, the, I, the streaming service yeah, thing. I, no I don't idea. I don't know. It has but it's fantastic. It has uh like all the nineties characters it shows and stuff like that. You have Hey Arnold there and somebody they're trying to rescue somebody and they say, Well we could throw if we had a football, we could throw it, you know, and the whole Hey Arnold thing was football head. And, oh yeah. You know, so the quarterback I think is uh Tua. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not throwing the kid. <laughs> right. And they throw the kid. Right. And as it does it, Creed comes in. <laughs> starts singing. Can you take me higher? Nice. You know, and it's fantastic. It's one of the best commercials I've ever seen in my life. So, like those two. Just dying. I'm absolutely Fantastic. dying. I love I love commercials when you hit the right notes, and those ones got it. So right. Um, but sports, sports, sports. So interesting thing with sports. Okay, and I know you're not a big football guy. No, but that's primarily what we're going to talk about. Which is, it was the big thing in Detroit for we have to. Yeah, that's the reason and why so, we have to talk about. It. Right. Yep. So I will say that I I got to the point this last week. Um. That I actually called into another sports radio to talk on the air. Oh, wow. I, I was that moved to do so. Did you get on? I was in queue. Oh. They wanted me to be on. They said, oh. keep your phone on. We want to talk with you. I was like, all right, man. Did like, they ever get to you? No, because I had to hang up because I had to go back to work. Oh. <laughs> I finally made it to my next job. I was like, I can't sit in here and talk on the radio. Damn it. But, um, so... The, the the conversation was with the Lions' loss, which was heartbreaking. Yes. It, it truly was. It was heartbreaking. You know, there was a lot of talk throughout the week of people saying, you know, well, they didn't, we never expected them to get this far. Uh-huh. And so we got to be super proud of them. And then we'll be back and it'll be great. And it was all positive stuff, right? That's not what I heard this week, but yeah, sure. That's what a lot of people were saying. That's not what I heard all this Good, week. <laughs> because that's a load of horse shit. Ooh, we're going to have different scene of opinions oh, on this. See, here's the thing, all right? This is where I'm at with it, because uh-huh. I've been watching them all year. Uh-huh. I've been paying attention to all the stuff. I've been uh-huh. telling you for how many years now, since we've been doing the show, uh-huh. that like last year I was like, eh, I don't expect much from them, but look at these players. Watch these players' progressions. That's yeah. what I'm curious about, right? And then the beginning of this year, I looked at you and I said, pay attention. I'm telling you this team. And it's the same thing that people in Detroit have heard for decades. Uh-huh. This is going to be a great year and this and that. I'm not one of those people. No, you're not. But this last year, I did tell you. I said, pay attention. I'm telling you, this team is better than but people think they are. You've been saying it for the past couple years. Yeah. That this team mm-hmm. is better than people expect them to be. I'm telling you, they can go deep. And it's going to be exciting to watch it happen. Uh-huh. Now, at the beginning of the season, we talked about it. Yes. That we said the only way we can count just this season as success mm-hmm. is winning a playoff game. Yeah. 
That was the only way we could count it as a success. Oh, I disagree. That that was your decision. That was not yeah. my decision. My was decision yours? was making it to the playoffs. Okay, so you would call this season a success? I would consider this season a great success by any measure. I would agree with you wholeheartedly that I believe this season was one of the best seasons in Lions football history. It really, truly was. It was incredible. I would almost argue that it was the best season. Right, because if you're going to say, like, you know, 91, 92, or even yeah. 50s, it's like, oh, shut up. The game was way different. Oh, no, okay. I would argue it's better than the 91, 92 season. Exactly. Just because you made it further. Right. Well, no, they made it to the NFC Championship. Okay, so you made it the yeah. same. I would still argue that it's better. Yeah, because here's the thing, is that I did not expect them to get the NFC Championship game. Nope. I thought you should win the first round. And honestly, I didn't think you'd get paired against the Bucks for Week 2. Like, I did not expect the Lions to get the Buccaneers for Week 2. Yeah. And so it was like, the minute we did, I was like, no, you should win that one too. Like, you've already beaten the A lot the of people thought that way, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those, the minute we drew the Bucks, it was like, oh yeah, you should dominate this and be okay. And they did. They put them away. And it was great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we go to the 49ers, right? Yep. Which I was one of those people. That, oh, I thought we were going to lose that game. Oh, man. I was like, dude, I don't mean to be that guy, but we're about to get absolutely mollywopped by this team. Like, the 49ers are a scary, good team. Yes. They have incredible weapons, and their defense is not bad by any means. Like, they're a solid team. Mm-hmm. If you have one negative thing to say about the 49ers... Is that their quarterback has the same flaws that ours does. Right, it's Brock Purdy. <laughs> but it's one of those, if that's your only negative, you don't get to count it that much mm-hmm. of a negative because McCaffrey and Samuel can catch in the flats. It's, and it's, you're screwed. But it's also not just that. They have the same flaw that our team has. Right. So like, you... Yeah, but, you know, when he gets pressured, you, know, you mean like when Goff gets pressured? You mean like, like when almost every quarterback yeah. <laughs> gets pressure and they throw fast and they make mistakes? Oh, oh it's crazy, almost like that's right? football. Yeah. And so I thought all week, I was like, man, you know, it's been a good run. Uh-huh. You know, it's yeah, like, no, just get, get on board with this is the end. Yeah. You know, and it was like, it's okay. I'm, I'm fine with them losing. It's okay. They're going to get smoked. No problem. Right. Yep, but I know why you're not fine with it. Then the first half happens. Uh-huh. And this team did something that they are notoriously good at. They gave you hope. Mm-hmm. They showed they can play. They gave you hope that we, we can win this game. And they made everybody in Michigan go, holy shit, we're going to do it. Yeah. Like, there oh, was yeah. this uplift of hope. We went into halftime going, Oh, suck it, San Fran. We got you. We got your number. Yep. Okay? Then the second half happened. (laughs) And, boy, I have been let down by this team and have told my wife this team has an uncanning ability to find creative ways to lose games. They are so good at it (laughs) that it is remarkable how good this team is at finding ways to lose a game. Now – I love this. This is fantastic. Number one. Yeah. The catch off the face mask. Okay. Ayuk, freaking nature. Well done. Good hand-eye coordination. I can't take anything away from that. Sure. That's just incredible. Yeah. Defender was playing the ball exactly. What, I mean, you can't say he wasn't playing the ball. It hit him in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah. It's beautiful play. Oh, yeah. It really yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wonderful. Uh-huh. Gibbs, buddy, you can't line up on the wrong side. <laughs> like, that's your fault. Sure. Through and through. You missed a communication somewhere. You lined up backwards. You dicked it. Yeah, you, you just screwed it up. Okay. And I'm not going to be one that gets on freaking Campbell about going on and on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal. I'm not going to get on him about it because you've done it all year. All year. This man does exactly that. Okay. What I will get on it about is the fact that what Campbell does is he gives his players an opportunity to make the play. He puts a lot of faith in his players on the field and says, you think you're good. I'm going to put you in that position. I'm going to let you try. Yeah. And if you win, Heads up and good on you. Uh-huh. If you lose it, I'm gonna take the heat because I'm the I'm big dick. You know, I'm the guy in charge. Yep. And I'm gonna take the heat, but understand that means you're running drills on that play <laughs> for hours tomorrow because I'm not gonna take the heat twice, right? Sure. So I'm not gonna get on on Campbell about the bad if you want to call them bad calls. I'm not going to get on him about the aggressive calls because he plays an aggressive game. What I will get on is that the Detroit players, y'all effed it. Y'all effed it. You messed it up. You had the opportunity. You had everything you needed. You were in the right place, and you goofed it. You messed up. You failed miserably. The only other person I will say failed miserably is the guy that hopefully is still in contention for a head coach job somewhere. Because, God, I hope he gets the call to go somewhere else. Which one? Defensive coordinator Aaron, Aaron Glenn. Glenn. Oh, no, he's he's sticking around. I know Ben Johnson is. No, Aaron Glenn is now, too. Shit. Out of all the coaching staff we have, I love Ben Johnson. There's Everyone no one does. in Detroit that doesn't like Ben Johnson. His schemes, his offensive play, he's a genius. He does it very well. Nothing against him. You can't argue against it. Exactly. He has one. He can produce one of the best performing offenses in the country. Okay. Head coach, people can have their opinions on Dan Campbell because he's. You can call him a loose cannon. You can call him aggressive. You mm-hmm. can call him unfiltered. Yep. You're not wrong. No, you're absolutely <laughs> right on all of those accounts. But I think you have to appreciate the fact that he can put a team together. I, I I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. I'm I'm holding my punches right now. So, but. Aaron Glenn, you had him in the first half. You didn't play positional players. You I want played you against... to remember all the things that you're bringing up. Oh so yeah, when I get to go. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. But when you change your defensive scheme in the second half to play man, okay, what are you doing? Your defense is not good enough to go man to man on Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Uh huh. You're not that good. You can zone them. Sure. But you can't man up on these people. They're too good. And you did it in the first half just fine. But second half, you're like, oh, personnel's out there. Go to 12. Boo, 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 boo. And then they burn you because you're not playing zone anymore. <coughs> Stupid. Okay. Frustrating. Yes. If they would have never given us hope, if we'd have started in San Fran losing right off the bat, I'd feel so damn good. Oh, be like, God. man, we made it. It was great. Instead, they give us hope in the first half and then just dash our dreams like true Detroit Lions teams do. I, I love that. <laughs> you just hear it. It changes everything. First of all, like the the narrative. 
the right. narrative, you know, you hear it, you hear it on the other sports thing, right, where people talk the SOL Lions, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. It's no, it's not that. It's no. a different team. You can't. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. call so the same old Lions when they played it in the NFC Championship no, game. You can't. Yeah. And so I, I don't like that narrative. We're not going to do that narrative. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, you want to talk about it being a disappointing game? One hundred percent. I'll give you be. that one hundred percent because I was on the phone with my dad right before the game started. I was talking to him, and he was just like, "Yeah, you know, it might, you know." And I'm like. Uh, I don't care because, as I've said on the show before, and I will yeah. I'll reiterate this again, the Lions ruined football for me. <laughs> they ruined the entire sport for me. I believe you. Like that's okay. No one can argue that. I like football. I like the sport. Right. I like the rule set. I like how it goes. Like I have, there's nothing against all of that. But I will not watch it because we have a franchise that ruined it for me. That's fair. You, I watched them ruin two guys' careers completely yeah. that were arguably the best ever. At their positions, yeah. Yes, at their positions. Without you, a doubt. You watched a kicker that which is underrated and no one ever really talks about him. Which they should because they he should. was one of the greatest of all time. Because he was here for like 20 years. <laughs> he has your record for most points. Yes. He's incredible. <laughs> and then you talk about Stafford, who, eh, you know, you know, he wasted he, his time here. He did waste his time here, but he put up numbers and he brought a lot of life and to Matthew it. Matthew Padford? Yeah. Matthew Padford. Matthew Padford? Like, no, don't get me wrong. I, this is an argument, and people are going to hate me for this one, but I don't care. Jared Goff is a better quarterback than Matthew Stafford. Without a doubt. And here's the reason why. Are you kidding? Stafford, yeah, he has the gunslinger mentality. Cool. Good for him. Good for him. So did Brett Favre. He threw more interceptions than anybody else. Exactly. In it's exciting to watch. It's sexy to watch. But here's the thing. You take a look at Stafford's stats. Where, where do they all come from? Fourth quarter, when they're losing by a ton of points and no one cares and you're it's facing garbage the time yards. Everything he's done is garbage. Did he win in a team that where, where Goff couldn't? Yes, because Goff was set up to not succeed. The coach hated him and screwed him over. Right. You're seeing what Goff can do when you just put in a system that works. And, and works when Goff is, wants to play, he's one of the best in the league. Absolutely. So... Yeah, no, he got put on a team that was already set to win, and he won the Super Bowl, and hey, that's great, and I'm happy for Stafford, because he's a great guy. He's a great human being. Yeah. I mean, don't give me... I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, Stafford doesn't deserve to win. No. no. Like, good for you for winning, but... Stafford's an A-tier quarterback. He's yes. an A-tier quarterback. Same thing with Jared Goff. That's great. It's fine. I'm not arguing that he's a bad quarterback, and his talent was wasted in Detroit, and I will give you that. But, like, anybody who wants to argue that he was anything better than what he is, shut up and sit down. The right. guy played crap minutes, and he, you know... He had threw the bombs to Calvin Johnson. Johnson for nine years. And that's the other big <laughs> argument to make. Right. So, like, I could be a great quarterback when I have Megatron to throw the ball to. Sure. Like... I'm telling you, I could probably throw for 3,000 yards a season. Yeah, I said, and it was wasted because you didn't get Kelvin any help, which didn't help Stafford, and you ruined two people's careers. And that's, we're going to say this, so that's fine. But regardless of that, I'm not a Lions fan because this is what happened. I'm not a football fan because this is what happened. I've watched a team perpetually suck. I think it's a terrible franchise. I think it's the worst in sports history. And I still think that. And I will continue to think that until you have a decade of making it to the playoffs. That's what you have to do to shed things. That's a big... That's a huge ask, isn't it? That's a huge ask. Yeah, that's what happens when you suck dick for 50 (laughs) years. I can't... You can't. Right. If if they go... It doesn't erase it. Right. But if they... Let's put it this way. Because 10 years straight of in the playoffs... Yeah. That's an incredible ask. 
That's I'd, almost unheard. You of. know what is a, an incredible ask? Not to suck for fifty years with I three. Mean, that like, too, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't care. That's yeah. what you did. And anybody who's like looking at Sheila Ford to be like, oh, you're, you're so good, so good, great for you. No, she finally hired someone else who managed to work out. Are we yeah. going to forget about the last hire that came in to get everything to work that wasn't out and Sheila, how he dicked everything? Doesn't matter. She didn't do anything. She hired another consulting firm. That's true. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. It, it's it, There's it's no a, reason it's to. It's a dumb franchise. It's a crap franchise. Now here, now that I'm done with my thing and saying why I'm not for this team and I'm not for football and I don't give a shit, let's get into it. Okay. The season itself. Yes. Win season. 100%. I'm sorry. It's a great season. You did yeah. far better than anticipated. I said this last time we were on the air. I get mad at people when you sit there and change your narrative. I don't like that when you go to halfway through the season, you have this great record or whatever, and then things kind of fall down to earth or whatever, fall back to earth. Right. And so going into the season, the hopes for me was to make a wild card berth. If you made it to the playoffs, I thought it was a, it would be a good season. I would consider yeah. it a win. Not only did you do that, you won the division. Fantastic. Okay. Already good season. Right. We're already tallying this in the win column. This is already it. So <laughs> right. you already managed to do that. I look at that as a win. You win a playoff game. Holy crap. Oh, my God. That's great. Right. Like, this is incredible. You want another playoff game. Shut the fuck up. That's so much <laughs> further than I ever thought could happen this year. This is great. This is a fantastic season. Right. You are one of the top two teams in the NFC. Yep. What is happening in Detroit? So that's amazing, and you should just tip your hat on that. Right. Now, going into the game, going into the disappointment game. Oh, my God. I will agree with you. It is a disappointing game. Yes. Because the Lions should have won, and they dicked it. 100%. Because there's no way winning by as much as you were in the first half and dominating by that much because I tuned in and looked at it. They were beating Didn't them watch up. the game, tuned in to look at the score, and right. went, Oh shit! The Lions are gonna make it to the Super Bowl. Right, they're Holy tearing crap. this up. Yeah. I thought no way. And then the next time that I checked the score, you went, "Oh." I went, "Oh, you dicked it." Right. That's great. Well, and not only that, but here's the other part that gave you hope: they were winning by 17 at half. Yeah. And you knew whoever was winning this game, who were they playing? Oh yeah, Mahomes. Who did we already beat? Oh, I don't know. I don't care about that. You want to add to the hope of this. Yeah, but you're a dumbass if you I believe mean, that. I mean, it's playoffs in comparison to regular season, and it's Super Bowl Mahomes in comparison to starting <laughs> season Mahomes. Uh, At the same dumbass. time. I, I don't care, because I've heard that thing, too. We're going to get into that as well, <laughs> because like when, when you talk about like the Super Bowl thing, you're like, oh, but we beat him. We beat him. The first game of the season doesn't count because everybody – doesn't have their crap figured yeah, out no, in the first it's, game. It's not a it fair comparison. Absolutely not. And it's like comparing a team in the playoffs to comparing the team in the regular season. They play differently. That's one thing, and you're talking about playoff experience and so on and so forth. There's a lot of different yeah. factors, but the first game of the season for any sport is not the same nothing. as the end. Yes. Yeah, no. So I, I don't but care it about did that. Add, like there was a little creepy oh. elf in the back of your head going, hey. You want to know why? I've done this. Want to know why? Because Lions we can't fans help are it. Fucking idiots. Yeah, we can't help it. No, and that's another. That's another reason I hate this franchise is because of all the fans. You have <laughs> ruined everything for me because every year for twenty years. Because I'm going to give myself twenty years of listening to people go. This is going to be the year. Oh yeah. 
Why? Oh, because we won all the preseason oh, games. Sh- yeah, yeah. We've oh, been yeah, over no. that. Yeah, great. Yeah, huh? why don't you guys look at the preseason record for the year we went 0-16 for me? Yeah. That, Tell me how we did in the preseason. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean. This is going to be the year. It's looking better. No, every year it sucked. You dicked it. I don't care. Right. I don't want to hear you, any of your stuff. I don't I'll give you hear a hint it. as to what the uh, preseason record was for the year we went 0-16. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Flawless. Yeah. The um, the hint is that one of the numbers is zero. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it ain't the losses. <laughs> so I, I don't like that ruins it for me because I just it, people who are football fans are worse than any other fans, at least as far as the Detroit sports go, because yes. you will blindly believe in things that are not even possible. Yeah. You look at it every year and be like, you will, after the 0-16, next year is going to be our year. What in God's name makes you think that's going to happen? <laughs> if we can win one, you're exponentially better. Yes. <laughs> so I, I just it's it's wild to me. It, it's just I can't. You, could, you talk about you know blind faith and hope and all the other stuff. I don't care. It's an awful, awful franchise. You people are idiots, and I cannot stand you. Right. So I'm done with it. I'm done with it. But. Google, okay, we got to take a break. We I do. know we got to take a break, and when yeah. we get back, I'll, I'll dive more into like this, and yeah. then we'll move on. Okay, okay, fair enough. All right, you guys, let's open for discussion at SolidStateRadio.net. And if you wanted to, you want to bring in stuff, you yes. know, go ahead and comment on it. Comment, please. I will tell you, you're an idiot. Please tell me what you think the problem is. <laughs> we want to know. All right, be back in a bit. Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. The Sessions Concert Series returns to Metamora, Michigan. Cascade Lounge is the place to see three great bands that I play on my show that you need in your life. Saturday, February 17th, come on out and see Living AI, Today's Okay, and Heat Above. You've heard them on the show, you've loved them, now come see them live. No tickets to buy, no cover, just come on in. It's all taking place at Cascade Lounge in Metamora, Michigan. Saturday, February 17th. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. 
You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy. Around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing, Suite 3, Downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited Downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover Downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, Downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, Downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered Downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Days Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Days Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Solid State Radio. That's not cool. But it happens to, I tell you what, it happens to fellas, too. You borrow your pop's car, say, I met, I met Josephine down at the supermarket, and she's so pretty, I'm going to marry her. How long you known her, man? Six minutes. That's cool. So you love her. Yeah, I love her. And then you find out Josephine's hanging out with Timmy. I didn't pay for this. So I want my money back. Everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthien. In studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. All right, so just we're going to wrap this up. We probably should before we get too hot. Oh, that's too late. But That's true. I, I don't, you know. So here's the deal. Uh-huh. You get to the end. You get to the last playoff game. You look at that. And did they, that was weird. That was weird. Did they dick it? Yes. Yep. 
Absolutely. Should they have won that game? Absolutely they should have. It's dumb. It's unfortunate. Do you want to fry Dan Campbell about it? Yeah, some people do. Do I think that's deserved? Nope, because he got you there. Yeah, you I cannot he... hate the guy that turned the whole franchise around and has brought the best out of these players and got you that winning record. You cannot get mad at him for that. No. He did a lot of things. Now, are there flaws there? You know, where people start doing the, uh, what is it, Dan Gamble or whatever. Dan Gamble. Dan Gamble, yeah. You know, there becomes a problem when that becomes your nickname. It does become a problem when that becomes the narrative and people start expecting that out of you. Should he have gone for a field goal? Yes. Arguably. No, should have done it. It's arguable, but I, I do see the reason for it. And like we said off air and like I told you off air, the yes. only one I would give you is that he should have gone for the field goal on that one. I can see that being the logical choice there. You, you should have done it. That's the That's the one flaw on you. And, hey, you know what? People make bad calls all the time or miss calls or whatever, yeah. and if it worked out, you would have been a hero. This is right. the big thing. You're in the pressure seat like that. Now, my problem with the idea of the, the gambling sort of thing is that you keep putting you know your chips on black over and over again, and you keep doubling down. Eventually, right. that's going to hit red. You know, it's just eventually that's going to happen because these are not high-percentage plays. Given I understand the... Uh, reception record or the stats that come behind that you know i understand you know the players that are in play or whatever and if you don't trust your kicker get a new kicker please because that's going to be really important going yeah. forward i mean at the end of the day when people say well he didn't trust that he could make that call or make that kick mm, you should have yeah and so at the end of the day like that was something that should have happened i i think that that was the one thing that you can nick him on. Am I going to say that you he should be fried at the stake before, before uh, burned at the stake? No, no, I don't think so. I don't no. think that's what needs to happen. I think the guy's a great coach. I think he's made the best decisions, and he's brought the best out of this team. Yeah. He has made this a winning team. He gave you a winning season. I don't think that you should be upset in the slightest there. I think that one mistake call is not something to just completely crucify a man over right now the next big thing that you uh you wanted to get into is aaron glenn well i don't want to get into it as much as i just don't like the way that he called the second half of the game you shut him down in the first half don't change your scheme until they find out a way around it in the second and if they didn't find a way around it you stick with what you know but if they do find a way around it then you adapt he changed it without even having to worry about it and i think he messed up and i think that's fair but i'm also going to give him the same sort of credence that i'm giving dan campbell so i i, I mean in that moment i guess i can give it to you but we've talked before that all season my big concern <laughs> was him and, and I understand that, and my, my biggest argument with that is that the one thing that the Lions have that has been an issue since this rebuild has happened is their defense. Yeah. and so It's getting better. It is getting better. It and just I do needs think, a couple more players to really be good. And I think he's brought the best out of those players. I think he's brought a lot of good things out of those players. I think he's brought a lot of good things, but I think there's room for a lot more improvement. And, I, and I, you can make that argument, yeah. and I would agree with you, but at the same In time— In a perfect world— this is the one thing I'll say, and it'll never happen, which is why it's fun to fantasize about sure. this, okay? There are big-name coaches that are not coaching after this year. Yes. That have either said they're retiring or they're leaving wherever they are and this and that. You have an offensive mind that is unbelievable mm -hmm. leaving a place. You have a defensive mind that's unbelievable leaving a place. If Ben Johnson, for some reason, wasn't coming back to Detroit, you get on the phone with Andy Reid. 
Okay. And you go, how much? You don't need to be the big shot. You can be the offensive coordinator. How much? And you have Sheila write a blank check to Andy Reid for your offense. Okay. And then you get on the on the horn with Bill Belichick. I don't want him. And you say, how much? Don't want him. Defensive coordinator, Bill Belichick? Don't care. Don't want him. Dude. Already already been burned by pa- the Pats. Don't the care. The Pats, yes, but not the defense with Bill Belichick. Don't that care. man can run a defense. Don't want him. And he can draft defensive players unbelievably well. Still don't want him. That's fair. Uh, it, but either way... You know, it is what it is. We went through the whole thing with New England already. I, I don't want that again. I don't I don't care if it, we got his <laughs> protege and then we get the real guy. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Nah, his to protege me. isn't any good. We know that. Yes. But, but I also Yeah. Don't really have the faith in him anymore either, and neither did New England because he's gone. Yeah. So I think we can move on from sports at this point. Sure. We've, we've we've annihilated Detroit sports. Nobody's no, commenting. We didn't, we didn't annihilate annihilate Detroit sports because you still got the Red Wings and the Pistons. Well, to talk yeah, about, but, but you know, we can skip that. Yeah, we can skip it because there's not really much of a sense in talking about it. Me, Red Wings maybe. Red Wings look good. I like it. Pistons are dumpster fires. It's a dumpster fire. Go. It's Don't, interesting. Stop looking at the positive of that. They're a dumpster fire this oh, year. Oh, a dumpster fire team, yes, and but there are pieces that are really good. Yeah, there's pieces of everything that are really good. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so, either way, though, um, I have a game. Yes. And for anybody at home, if you're listening, you can play this game, too. Yes. It's a fun game. And do I have any kind of game show music here? I feel oh, like God. I have We're something. We're going to do this stupid game show music I think we again. have, maybe. I, don't I hate know. the game show music. Let me see here. Do we have any game show music? Yeah, I was like, don't they have like the Family Feud thing? And I know they have the Family Feud. I'm just trying to figure out if there's anything significant. Oh, wife says, uh, wife and kids here. They're going to play too, which is exciting. Okay. Um, Here we go. Oh, that's, that's not helpful. Okay, here. Yeah. Right. I did find that. So... Yeah, that's fun and all. That's, um, yeah, see, we're playing a game show. So I played the music for a quick second. Um, This game, simply, is this an emo song or a young adult novel? Okay. All right. So I'm going to say a title. Sure. And goat and people at home, if you want to play, if you want to write it in the comments or anything, like you can do it that way or just keep track at home because it's fun. Um, I'm going to say a title and you guys pick whether it is an emo song or a young adult's novel. Uh-huh. Now I know you're big in like literature. You were an English guy yeah. at one point. Yeah, I don't know how many books you actually read or keep track of or anything. Um but I'm hoping the young adult novel genre is not one that you frequent. You'd be surprised. I, I feel like I might be. No, but I do know the emo song is not oh, one you not. frequent. That is not one I frequent. So that's kind of why I figured I'd I'd pick some obscure stuff and see what happens. Now, okay. like I mentioned before. Uh-huh. Sarah helped me out with this because she shop, she taught me how to use ChatGPT. Uh-huh. It's a wonderful AI. And so I asked it to give me 15 obscure emo, like real emo song titles uh-huh. and 15 obscure real young adult novels. Uh-huh. And it gave me a list. And I've only heard of a couple of these. Fair enough. So they're obscure, which is tons of fun. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So are you ready to play emo as, or as novel? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, here we go. First one, Whispers Among the Willows. Uh, that's, a, that's a novel. That is a novel by Ed, 
an enigmatic forest adventure. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, in regards to myself. An emo song. That is an emo song by Under Oath. That's one I knew. <laughs> I figured I'd get the ones I knew out of the way. Oh, okay. All right. Fair very, enough. very quickly. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, lost Lullabies. Uh, we're going to go with an emo song. Let's see here. So far, um, Kathy's gotten one wrong. The wife and kids got the first one right. I don't know. So so everybody knows this one, because now I'm going to keep track of what the comments are, so this way this is fun. Um, this one was called Lost Lullabies. The wife says that's a song. Kid one says it's a book. Kid two says it's a book. Kathy says it's emo. You said it was a song. Yep. It is a book. Oh, wow. <laughs> there goes my perfect streak. Yes, it is. Um, next one: wilted petals and forgotten dreams. That's an emo song. Emo song from the Goat Boy. What do these two say? Well, these three people actually. Once again, wilted. Hang on, my phone died. <laughs> wilted petals and forgotten dreams. Yeah, wilted petals and forgotten dreams. Uh, wife says it's a book. Kids say it's a book. Kathy? Kathy thinks it's a song. Goat thinks it's a song. It's a book. It is what it is. Um, Let's see here. A box full of sharp objects. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to double down on the song thing because... Goat thinks that's a song. Cheer up, emo kids. Yeah, a box full of sharp objects. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Kathy says it's an emo song. Um, I don't know if the wife and kids have answered on that one or not, because I'm losing track. I think they think it's a book. I'm not sure. I'm going to go with they think it's a book. Uh, that is a song mm-hmm. by The Used. Yeah, you know what? That sounds about right. Right. <laughs> um, um, let's see here. Breathing in sequence. Emo song. Emo song. Oh, now she wrote both of them for both. I don't know. Oh, no, she had corrected it. Okay, she thinks that's a book. Wife thinks that's a book. Kids think it's a book. Kathy thinks it's an emo song. Breathing in sequence. Oh, songs all around. That is a song. That is Hawthorne Heights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see here. Are we all caught up? I think we're all caught up now. I think I can actually read the comments and it not be a nightmare. All right. Let's see here. Um, the Ghost of You Lingers. Oh, I'm going to go with the song on that one. Man, you are all about the songs today. Yeah, I mean, it just. <laughs> the Ghost of You Lingers. That definitely sounds like something <laughs> weepy-eyed. Uh, the ghost is a song, according to the wife. Kathy? Waiting? It's exciting. This is fun. Uh, <laughs> everyone thinks this is a song, which you should. It is a song by Spoon. Let's see here. Exchanging 200-word letters. Book book exchanging 200 word letters goat thinks it's a book waiting this is fun 
<laughs> uh, apparently Sarah, I don't know if the kids are talking anymore or they're all in sequence, but they all think it's a book, apparently. And Kathy thinks it's also a book. You're all wrong. That is a song. Mm, that okay. is a song by Envy on the Coast. I mean, I'll take it because everybody got it wrong, so it still puts me firmly in the lead. Right. Uh, let's see here. Abyss of Whispers. <laughs> that 15-second delay, though. I believe it. <laughs> Abyss of Whispers. Abyss oh of God. Whispers. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I want it to be a song so bad, so we're going to go with it just <laughs> okay. because it's so stupid. It sounds so stupid. Right. Abyss of Whispers. Abyss of Whispers. Um, Sarah says, Abyss is song from two of us. <laughs> Kathy thinks it's a book. It is a book. Oh. Let's see here. What's another one? do 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 Oh, ever. I don't know how to say that word right. Ephemeral. Ephemeral? Ephemeral. Yes. Ephemeral echoes. I was just going to go with the song again because <laughs> why not? I ephemeral don't... echoes. This is This is tough. It's, it's amazing how well they line up, isn't it? It, it, it is amazing how well they line up. <laughs> I think it's more sad than anything, I, but well, it also I would agree. fits. It does. I, I'll be honest. Like, I was driving home from one job, and I just, like, I'm in the car, and I go, hmm, you know what? I think those would line up, and that could be a fun game. So, ephemeral. Yeah. Uh, so Goat says that's a song. Kathy says that's a song. Sarah goes, is that a book? <laughs> that is a book. Um, oh, that is a easy. book. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Fragile Constellations. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, my God. Fragile Constellations. Let's go with song again. Why not? We're just gonna run that board. Sarah says emo song. <laughs> so Go thinks that's uh, kids say book. Sarah says emo song. Goat says that's a song. Yeah. Okay. Fragile constellations. Uh, like Kathy. An angels and airwaves. Song. Uh, Kathy says I suck at this. This is a song. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Um, Kathy, you do suck at this. This is a book. <laughs> of course it would be. Right. Uh, I figure we'll probably do this till the break, if Fair that enough. makes sense, because we've only got like yeah, five minutes. minutes yeah, yeah, five, six minutes kind of thing. Um, sleep well, darling. <laughs> that sounds like a children's book. It does, doesn't that it? doesn't sound like a young adult book. No, it doesn't. It sounds like a children's book. Sleep well, darling. Yeah, it's uh, it's the step number two to go the fuck to bed by yeah, Samuel right, L. Jackson. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. Sarah says that's a song. Sleep well, darling. I'll go with book this time. Why not? Uh, Kathy says it's a book. Goat says it's a book. Uh, that's a song. Why wouldn't it be? By Secrets. Secrets. <laughs> yes. The band name is Secrets. The band name is Secrets. Uh, here's a good one. Here we go. The patron saint of liars and fakes. 
Song. Goat says that's a song. The patron saint of liars and fakes. The 15 second delay does a, does make this fun for the uh, chat. Okay. Um, Sarah says that's a book in all caps. Book. <laughs> book. Book. Um, let's see here. He's book. He's book. He's book. The patron saint of liars and fakes. Still waiting on the other one. Uh, you all think it's a book, yes? That's what I said, yeah. Okay, everyone says it's a book. That's not. That's a song. Of course. By probably one of the more popular, uh, Fallout Boy. Oh, okay. I know, right? Kind of surprising that nobody got that. Also not surprising because who gives a damn, right? I don't know. I can't <laughs> say that I've ever listened to any of their music on purpose. So Let's see here. Uh, the Pros of Conformity. Oh, the pros of conformity. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? Let's go with a book because that sounds like an uh, <laughs> important thing for young adults to be going through. Yeah, the pros of conformity. Yeah, you got to conform so yeah. people don't make fun of you. It's for important, being weird kid. right? Yeah. yeah. Don't be the weird kid. Don't want to be the weird kid. <laughs> The Pros of Conformity. Kathy says it's a book. Uh, Sarah says, we all disagree, so we have some book, some song. Um, The Pros of Conformity is a song by A Static Lullaby. Oh, my God. (laughs) I feel like the band names are just as much fun as the song names. You probably could, you know? Right. With the exception of the more well-known bands or whatever. Yeah, with the exception of them. Yeah, you couldn't do Fall Boy or Hawthorne Heights because everybody would know. Right. All right. Here's, Here's the... Um, close to the last. I think we'll do two more. Okay. I think we got enough time yeah, for two time more. Time for two more. All right. Oh, disappointment and squeals of joy. <laughs> um, here we go. We'll do this one. Uh, if I cut my hair, Hawaii will sink. Well, that's not what I thought they were going to cut. So, right. we'll... if I cut my hair, Hawaii will sink. Kathy's having a really hard time with this one. Just go with a book. I don't know. Going with a book. Going with a book. Okay. Uh, Sarah says, song, book, song. So I'm guessing that's mom, first and second egg. I don't know. But if I cut my hair, Hawaii will sink. Oh, my God. Kathy says that's a song. That would be a song. Song to song, song, song. Are you ready for the band name? <laughs> as ready as I'll ever be. Fear before the march of flames. <laughs> Are you losing, like, yeah, all respect really. <laughs> flaming march? <laughs> the worst part about that is you can't even make an acronym out of it that sounds good. Like, Yeah, it's really hard to do anything with that. Yeah, no, other than suck? Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And then, um, let's see here. We'll do the artist in the ambulance. <laughs> Is he painting in blood? Um, <laughs> right. The artist in the ambulance. Let's go with song. Why not? We'll just song? end it on that route. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Sarah is... Uh, very much ab- about this uh, flaming march. <laughs> uh, 
book all around at my house for the artist in the ambulance. 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 See, I feel like this could be a ton of fun with a lot of people. You know what? Uh, Kathy says it's a book. So all of them think it's a book. You think it's a song? Sure. It is a song by the band Thrice. Apparently, oh, God. That's a band name as well, Thrice. Yes, no, I um, know that band. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, they made a song called Artist in the Ambulance. That's not surprising. I wouldn't imagine it is to you. But, uh, so that was uh, that was the first iteration of a, of a fun game <laughs> um, of Is This an Emo Song? Oh, not once, not twice, but thrice. Yes, that is thrice. Um, but that was the first iteration of, is this an emo song or a band or a book? Sorry. Thrice, as I like to call them, never. Never, yeah. <laughs> um, seeing as this actually lined up way better than I expected. Okay. Like, I did not intend, I, I didn't think that the, the names of these would be as closely linked as they really are. Mm-hmm. But I figured there was a hope. Um, that worked out really well. That was fun. They were really close. Uh, Sarah says, "Fun game." Thanks, Chat GPT. Uh, I would agree. Uh, Chat GPT, tons of fun. If you have not played with it, you can play with it for free, and it's super fun because you can get it to do just about anything you want, except for tell you copyrighted stuff. It won't let you do that. But um, you also, if you're thinking about using Chat GPT, it's becoming a big deal with uh, high school believe it or not okay because you can get it to write papers for you yeah no i'm well aware of that yeah i figured that was kind of the end of it that you knew anyway um but it can do a lot of neat things and um if you do get it to make up things for you you do have to give it somewhat credit but it's technically yours but it's not yours it's very weird how they have to do the trademark copyright stuff with it it's very strange but you basically just have to give it credit saying i did not create this but i used this and prompted it to tell me the things i wanted to know can't say that I'm a fan of all of this. Um, you should be because it's super fun. <laughs> all right. So get off your high horse. AI is happening. Get over it. Uh, this is how Skynet goes global. And it is what it is. <laughs> They're here to take over the world. <laughs> all right, buddy? Uh-huh. We're screwed. There's no getting around it. Okay. But that's all I have. I mean, I don't have the Skynet fears, but I, I don't like the whole thing. Well, bummer. <laughs> it's It's not going anywhere. That's no, for it's, sure. It's, it's not, only going to get smarter, and it's only going to do more things as time goes well, on. It's not that. The frightening part is what it takes away from other people. What? The sense of needing to interact with actual people? Part of that, but more of the idea along the lines of creativity and so on and so forth. You know, It can take away a lot of creativity. You're destroying artists. You are destroying possibly songs. You're destroying, because there are music. There's music that's oh, yeah. made now, you know. And and from what we've learned in past, am I the a-holes or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, photos. Yes. It's creating photos for people. Oh, it's creating photos and videos for people. Oh, videos too? There's a whole thing about that with Taylor Swift right now. Oh, so. snap. See, I didn't know about the videos. I knew about the photos. No, no, there's uh, there's videos. So, <laughs> And they're probably really hard for the human eye to decipher. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Not good things. No, so uh, you know, no one's no one's going to use AI to make a video about Taylor Swift and have it be wholesome. That's not going to happen. What are we talking about? I would only do oh, stuff like d- that. Yeah, sure. I just want teardrops on my guitar, Swift back. Uh, say Sarah says it'll take away. Um, it'll both take away jobs and careers, and you know. make new ones. 
I mean, yeah, there's potential that it could come up with some different things for people, but I think the like short term, I think it's you might see positives, long term, some negatives, super long term, kind of even itself out. Disagree. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Either way, we do have to take a break now. All right, we're going to take a break. You guys, this is open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this, so stick around. The Sessions Concert Series returns to Metamore, Michigan. Cascade Lounge is the place to see three great bands that I play on my show that you need in your life. Saturday, February 17th, come on out and see Living AI, Today's Okay, and Heat Above. You've heard them on the show, you've loved them, now come see them live. No tickets to buy, no cover, just come on in. It's all taking place at Cascade Lounge in Metamora, Michigan. Saturday, February 17th. Support local music. Swiftlet Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. 
If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, Downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, Downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered Downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascadon Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. So we're going to go ahead and get into some topics here, unless you have something else that I'm unaware of. Nope, not really. Um, I did start up a chat GPT while we were on break, though, because why not have one that we can just ask stupid questions to? Okay. But, you know, it's like when you play apples to apples uh-huh. and you have rando, like the random card that you just throw in that is nobody's and sometimes rando wins. I've never played it that way. Oh, rando's super fun. Yeah, no, I have no idea. I don't really. I also hate that game. I know you hate that. Apples to apples, Cards Against Humanity, any card game like that, you can always play with a rando, which is Mm -hmm. just tons of fun because it's unexpected and nobody knows it's coming. And a lot of the times, rando dominates. (laughs) I'm sure. Frustrating. Oh, yeah. When you're trying real hard and then a random card just fits and they're like, Uh oh, I like that better. Mm. You're like, there's no thought. (laughs) It's just mindless nothing. Yeah, basically. It's tons of fun, though. I could see how that would make things interesting. I just, uh, I I don't care. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I I don't, I've never liked apples to apples because people play it weirdly. Yes. And then Cards Against Humanity is hilarious, like, the first two times you play it. And then after that, it gets real stale real quick. Yeah, once you've heard all the cards. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, like, when people are like, oh, yeah, no, I use this horrible, awful thing. And you're like, oh, my God, that's crazy, right? Who doesn't want to use the card that's a big purple dildo? Yeah, right? (laughs) So, I don't know. I just, it wears it out. Um, But we are in this time of year right now where... People are doing, like, New Year's resolutions still or whatever. And oh, some yeah. people are still sticking with it, and those are the people. They're trying you know, real hard. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So it's not entirely different or unheard of to hear that somebody has changed completely, especially this time of year. 
Yeah, it's not impossible. Unlikely. Usually a lot of those things just go by the wayside, but it happens, right? Yeah. But have you have you heard of it where somebody all of a sudden just goes through drastic changes all of a sudden? I mean, I've seen it happen to people before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it could be one or two ways, and you're always hoping for the positive way and not the negative way, because the negative way is just trauma. Stuff happens, people yeah. change, it goes that way. We got one that's the opposite, because I'm not getting into people's trauma. I don't want to do that. No, you know, it's not fun. I try to... I try to skirt those topics because, believe me, there are plenty of them. Well, and not only that, but, yes, we can be giant dicks on the show. Yeah. We're on a show. It's fun to be a dick on the show. Oh, absolutely. But in real life, if somebody we knew was going through this, we would not be an enormous dick immediately. It would take us time to get there. (laughs) We'll help you get through it, but then we'll, we'll give you a bunch of crap for it. Whatever. You know, it's just more of the idea of, the, the main purpose is to help people anyway. And I guess that's the point. So yeah. going through this, this guy says, my roommate is an entirely new person. Okay. Okay. Going on three and a half weeks ago, I came home from work to find my roommate of four years to be completely different. Okay. Okay. In the four years we've lived together, he has been rather disheveled with a devil may care attitude. Always did the bare minimum and chores, hygiene, etc. Okay. I've been in that world. Mm-hmm. I've been that roommate. Oh. hmm <laughs> Yeah. When I came home that day, I legitimately thought he was a different person. He had a haircut and shaved. I've never seen him without a beard. Never. Four years. Never seen him without a beard, shaved for the first time. I'm wondering if you've ever seen me without a beard. Yeah, we when we were roommates. I had a beard in college. I thought for sure I did. Not fully, no. Oh, well, you know. Oh, no, I had I did weird stuff. Like, yeah. I grew up, like... Yeah, the sideburn, mutton chop. Yeah, I did, like, and, yeah. the mutton chops or the handlebars, and... Uh, yeah, never mind, you're right. No. I did really goofy stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't really pick what I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> Depended on the day. Um, But, like, that's and that's not really necessarily anything. I mean, I think this guy's beard just gets you know, scruffy or yeah, whatever kind of lets it go. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's, it's always my big thing uh, when I'm... I tell people all the time when I'm at work or whatever, and like, yeah, you know, I normally clean up my beard and stuff more, but I don't, I don't really care. I'm at work. Right. Because the only people I go and see are people at work. So like, it you know, aside matter. from when I'm here, so no, it doesn't. It doesn't right. matter. So if it gets scruffy looking, I usually try to clean it up when I come in for the most part. Yes. Yeah. But I, I've gotten to the point with mine where I stopped caring about shaping it. Yeah. And so it's well, I just see that. Yes. oh, dude, it's just going it's off right now. I kind of like it all bushed out like it's, this. Though. It's just going bananas, and you know what? I'm here for it. Absolutely. So whatever, let's roll. So, um, anyways, uh, yeah. So you know, with decent clothes on instead of his normal sweatpants and a tank top. On top of that, the entire apartment was clean to perfection. Every day since then, he has been getting up around 4 a.m. to head to the gym. From what I understand, he works out for about four hours, comes home, and he's lost noticeable weight already. He works from home in a business that he created, so he's usually home all day. Uh, He stopped ordering out and is cooking full meals and cleans every day. Wow. The few family and friends he's had over say it's like he finally woke back up because this is how he apparently used to be, Uh, but depression and injuries seem to kill his joy in life. Their words, not mine. Okay. So this guy only knows him as depressed, just, eh, whatever guy, right? Hey, and all of a sudden, but if you like him at his lowest, you're going to love him at his highest. Right. It's like night and day with how he's acting. We got along before, but he's actually engaging in life now. Our lease is up in May. I'd hate to see my roommate go back to how he was a few weeks ago. How can I help my roommate continue this trend? Renew your lease. 
I okay, renewing the lease absolutely so you can keep the roommate, but the the thing that I would say is that uh, when people do stuff like this, when they, they change, you yeah. know, and it's for the positive or they start doing different things and it's all for the positive and you see, like, a lot of good things coming out of it. Take notice. Right. Give that person, it. acknowledge it, give them kudos. Don't just, yeah. you know, be like, oh, that's cool, and then just, you know, ignore it because they're trying and they know that they're trying because, you know, they knew what it was like before. Right. And when someone else kind of goes, hey, I see all the effort you're putting in. This is super exciting, and I'm very proud of I'm you. I'm very proud of you. It looks really good. You're doing really well. Keep it up. It gives that person that extra motivation of like, okay, I'm it, is, stick it with is a big this. thing. Yeah, I, I am going to stick with it because sometimes when you do things for you, uh, you know, to better yourself or whatever, and no one seems to notice or say anything or It makes you wonder anything, why you're just, doing it. Yeah, why am I even bothering? Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, I mean, so along with that, though, you know the the take notice of it mm-hmm. you know say like be um you know intentional with it yes where you tell him or something like that like the little bit of kick in the butt is always a good thing mm-hmm. and a little bit of praise goes a long way in everything but the other thing if he's adapting new habits if he's trying to get you know his crap figured out and everything consistency helps a lot now it can hurt but it can help the hurt can come from he's in a comfortable situation and he knows it's been fine when he was crap and so if he falls into crap it's not going to end the world kind of thing yeah and so that can take away some of the like um accountability for it where if he was on his own there's less of that safety net where you have to keep your crap together because there's no one to get it back together for you. Right. Now, it, it's a catch-22 because you want to keep him motivated. You want to keep him, you know, where he's going to be a contributing member of society and just a stand-up good dude and all that stuff. Yeah. But you don't want to enable the negativity either. And so it's – I can see where it can be difficult to pick between the two, you know, where it's like, you know – if, say, it comes down to just the lease thing, like, right. if that's all it is, is that we're trying to figure out, you know, should he renew a lease with him or not? Like, I think every other thing as far as, like, you know, how do I help him not get in there? Just acknowledge the good. Yeah. And you I know? don't even think it's renewing the lease. I honestly think that the guy just wants to see him continue this trend. Or maybe it's already in the talks that they're going to have a different apartment no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? But... But if you want him to continue the trend, you just support. Yeah, you need That's to it. just cont- – and not even, like, be like, hey, man, I know you've been working hard at it. Let's take a day off. Let's go do this or whatever. No, no, no. The only support you need to give is simply, like you said, acknowledge it. Yeah. Like, talk about the fact that, hey, man, when we have conversations now, I feel like you're listening. I feel like you're engaged. This is cool. Sure. This is more fun. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's more exciting to be with you in these moments and stuff. And so, yeah, just – acknowledge it and encourage it that way i mean you know the gym thing all right he comes home hey i you look good man all that work you've been putting on it's paying off dude kudos on you man what time did you get up this morning to go to the gym yeah dude props that's That's dedication yeah number one i remember when i was going to the gym every day Mm -hmm. four hours no thank you holy crap that's a workout but the, uh, you know, but it's not just that, like, the idea, like, when you come home, the house is clean. Hey, man, it looks great in here. Like, dude, 
guy cooks good food if you're eating the food as well or whatever it's not just meals made for him right I'm assuming that or you know talk together. with him and be like hey man like i see you're cooking meals and stuff now yeah all right like do you want to come up with a meal plan where days that you cook and days i cook yeah you know I, or what can i buy in the house that you like to eat so that way we can kind of get this train rolling a little bit yeah exactly and so that way you're feeding into it and you're feeding into the positive things it doesn't necessarily have to be like hey this is cool hey i see you're doing this and this is cool well, right. a casual conversation bring stuff up you know, focus on those positive things, bring up the positive characteristics, say that you like some of the things, whatever the case might be, and, and that'll keep that going. It's just reinforcement. That's all that is. It's right. positive reinforcement. You hear that word all the time. Like, And it's a thing. It's a real thing. Oh, without and a doubt. That's, that's the part. Like, you want someone to continue doing something. That's what you do. Yeah. And, I mean, on top of it, yeah, join with him. Share with him in those moments when you can. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not saying that you've got to go to the gym every morning with him. Every four hours. Like, holy crap. But, you know, like, if there's a day or two where you're like, hey, man, like, I see you're going to the gym. Yeah. Do you mind if I tag along one day just to kind of work out with you? I kind of want to see what you're doing. And, you know, maybe I want to get into the gym a little bit, too. But I'm nervous and i don't know exactly what i'm doing sure which that's 90 percent of the time anybody wants to go to the gym but they go well i don't know it's because they're uncomfortable they yes. don't know what they need to do they don't know what the steps are they're not confident enough to go in there because they think they're going to walk in and there's all these guys that are like get off my machine and oh, yeah. this and that that's not the way it is no it's not unless you go into like a gold's gym that's yeah. a different realm entirely but even like so not even in that case like even at like the gold's gym and stuff and you're, yeah. you're right it is a completely different Thing. Oh, without but, a doubt. Like the Gold's Gym people want to show you. They, they, they want to help all those guys. Yeah. Anybody that's into like physical fitness, they're nuts. They're crazy. <laughs> they want you to do the best that you possibly can. Right. They want to help you out. Like they're the know? guys as well. Like say you're doing an exercise, they'll walk over and go, "Hey, man, I see you're doing that. Yeah, have you tried doing it like this?" Mm -hmm. And you'll try a different technique and go, whoa. And they go, yeah, I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you, if you're talking about, like, the normal gym, first of all, most people just don't want to deal with you in general. They're right. just going to ignore you because Everyone's they don't care. scared of everyone. Yeah, everybody's scared of everyone. Places. They just want they're, they're Everybody's insecure. Understand that. You walk into a Planet Fitness. Yes. Okay? You are not the only one in there going, oh, everyone's staring at me. Yeah. Okay? Everyone feels the same way. But understand this. Are you staring at other people? Well, no, that would be that would be rude. Neither is anyone else. Yeah. They're the, all just trying to figure their life out, man. <laughs> you know, but when you go to like the like they said, the gold's gym, so on and so forth. That's like a different thing. It's a different, it's a different realm. Game. But those people They are knowledgeable out the ass. <laughs> well, they wanna help because mm -hmm. for them it's like gains. Like well, they that, are those gains yeah, people. That and um you may think that, like, you know, Planet Fitness, you get the mentality that everybody's unhappy with the way they look. That's why they're there. They're trying to figure things out, and everybody's mm -hmm. insecure. And then you may sit there and go, man, if I walked into a Gold's, though, like, everybody in there is so confident and they're big. No. No, no, no. They are some of the most insecure people you have ever met. You can meet the biggest bodybuilder that is just shredded to bits, and he'd look at you and go, yeah, I don't like the way I look. The uh, body dysmorphia is a real thing. It's unbelievable. Well, that and the hilarious thing about muscles is that they grow differently for everybody. Everybody's Every single person. Yeah. So, like, you get those guys, and this is one of my favorite things. You get the dude, and he's just, he's got the, he's, he's jacked, just jacked out of his know? mind. He's yeah. got the, the six-pack abs. He's got the tries that just pop, you know? His shoulders are just boof. Yeah, look like bumps. beach balls and everything. Unbelievable. Man's calves can't get any bigger no, because that's just, that's, just, <laughs> that's, that's just the way it is, and there's no getting around it. Right. Right, and if you if you're a small calf guy, 
There's nothing you can do. You're just small cat guy. You, you can, can work, work it out yeah. all you want, but they're always going to be small. Right. And that's what that guy focuses on. Right. Everything else that looks like a god. He can do that in an hour. Well, but he, he spends three hours on nothing but his legs. And, and he he's can't get them so bigger, hard. and it drives him crazy. Right. They're strong as can yep. be, but they don't look big. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. No, and that's, so, that's just the case. So, yeah. Yeah. Just positive reinforcement and be there next to him let him teach you yeah that man i'm telling you like when i was going every day mm -hmm. like i mean you kind of figure out your routine and you figure yeah, out yeah. your exercises and your your kind of circuit that you do and sure. all that and it depended on the day what i was doing and stuff but you know there's certain things you can work on every day certain things that you don't want to work out every day yes but you know and this and that and the other but one of the best things i had was like um when somebody new wanted to go like it was like hey man you know i see you're going to the gym yeah do you mind if i tag along yeah dude like let me show you what i do and then you have a workout buddy yeah and i'm telling you like yeah oh I, man. I don't know how people go to the gym without a workout buddy i did it for a long time man. i don't know how you do it because like for me that's the only way i'm going to a gym <laughs> that's, that's it, it was it was the self-motivation was the biggest thing where it was one of those I would go to the gym and it was like I don't care if anyone's with me I'm here for me and that's what I'm doing I agree but I get bored well that's why you have to figure out your circuit and I mean there's there were times I went to the gym I was there for about 45 minutes that's yeah. all I was there for but it was still like at that point it was I just had to do that like I had to go I get you I understand yeah. I just I don't like working out I've never gotten a thrill yeah. out of it. I've never enjoyed doing it. I don't like how I feel afterwards. There's nothing that I like about it other than, you know, when you do get to start to see gains, which right. you have to go for a while to see gains. <sighs> the other portion for me, I've never seen crazy gains. <laughs> I don't have the body type. Right. I mean, we talk about the muscles and calves guy. Calves guy is me with the entirety of my body. <laughs> so, like, I can go, and I remember, like, the largest my arm has ever gotten. I have stretch marks from, like, where my bicep got that right. big or whatever. You can see the indentation where it was once bigger or whatever, right? <laughs> that doesn't mean it was impressive. Right. It never has been impressive. At that point in time, it looked like, you know, maybe close to what a normal arm might look like <laughs> on someone else. No, I've always been lanky, and it's just the, it, that's that's my body type. So right. it just doesn't – there's nothing there to motivate me other than, like, losing a gut. That is, that's all right. that ever can really amount to. So – See, and I was—I'm one of those people that if I start going again within yeah. about a month, you'll see physical changes happen. Mm -hmm. But I plateau. Like that's that—it's the one thing with gyms, man. I'm telling you, and I don't—I I think it's just a body thing in general, and it's an inexperience of knowing what to do in those moments. Sure, yeah. But you plateau. You get to uh -huh. a point where you're you're strong and you're looking good in the areas you want to, and you're starting to work on other areas because you're like, okay, I can see what I need to do in this and that, and you don't get any progression. You sit there and you're like, man, I'm working this so hard, but nothing's happening, and it becomes, you know, disheartening. Yes. And I think that's where you get into the realm of like you need to talk to people that actually understand this on a on a like biochemistry level. And there's there's a couple of different things about the plateau. Right. You know, there's there's a couple different things. One is if you do the same exercises over and over and over again, there are things that you need to change up. Oh, there's without just a doubt. little bits yeah. and pieces. Yeah. That's one thing. The other portion of that though is the calories. Yeah. And that's it. There comes a point when you're so everyone when they first start working out, typically they're also trying to like lose weight. Well, while half they're of doing the gym that. is at home. Yeah, like half of your body, 
like taking care of yourself happens at eating. home. Yeah. yeah. And I get that. And that's that's what I'm getting at. But like part of that is when you're first starting to work out, you're also usually trying to lose weight. So you're like, yeah, you know, I just got to lose like the baby fat or maybe yeah, the gut or all some, this stuff. Cut so these foods out of my diet. You're cutting foods out of your diet. You're cutting calories and you're getting in a spot where you start getting trim. Eventually, though, you want to start getting bigger. And that's where the problem comes in because you still got to eat clean. Right. You got to You can't dirty bulk. But you have to eat so much it's and i don't think people realize how amount. expensive it is and yeah. how much eating is well, required and that's the thing is it's like you know everybody has a goal yeah. everybody has like this this body type that you're going sure for, right and like you sit there and you see them in magazines or you see them yeah, on tv or GQ. whatever yeah and you're like man i just want to look like that yes i want to look like that guy okay uh-huh. here's the thing not saying you can't get to that point because uh-huh. you can Absolutely. Like you can achieve whatever you see, unless you're trying to look like the mountain. For most part. You're not six nine. Yes. You're never gonna get there. Okay. No matter how hard you try, you're never gonna get to that point. Dude, no matter how hard I try, I can't look like John Cena. Let's be honest. You could. There's no way. I could get you to look you like John Cena. You could never get me to look like John Cena. I could, Cena. but the, the way you would have to do it, you're not going to want to. No, never. Exactly. Like I'd love to hear you try to explain it to me, and then I can guarantee you my arms cannot get that big. Oh, I guarantee you they can. I guarantee you they can. Chemically cannot. speaking, I can get you as big as John Cena. I don't think so. The problem is, is that what you have to do to your body and what you would have to ingest, you would not do it because it's unhealthy. Okay. <laughs> That's that's all. Like when it comes down to it, if you're looking at pictures of guys like John Cena, if you're looking at pictures of guys like Dwayne Johnson, like Brock Lesnar, like these big Chris Hemsworth, okay, if you're looking at guys like that and you're like, I want to look like that, okay, number one, you are not going to get there by eating right and lifting weights. You're just not. Mm-hmm. Okay, they are not just eating right and lifting weights. That's not what they do. They are supplementing quite a bit with a lot of different things to help the chemicals in their bodies produce what they're looking for and taking advantage of those certain situations. Okay, number two, if you want to be as defined as the rock is at the size that the rock is, I, I don't even put him in the running because right. it's not fair. Right, that because, man's not fair. No, the reason that the rock is not fair is the rock is on gear okay i'm sorry to deflate every image people had of this man and there's nothing against him i don't care if you're on gear i don't like if you want to take it to get to where you want to be good on you have fun do it responsibly and take care of your body i get it it's i i don't sit there and go well shame on you for that no screw that you want to get there do it that's fine it doesn't take away from the amount of work it took for you to get there it doesn't. The man has a million-dollar gym that he takes with him because it's portable. Right. <laughs> he also has dietary aids all the time. <laughs> he also has, like, sponsorship with supplement companies to be able to make sure he has the supplements he needs on a daily basis. He doesn't have to pay for that crap. It's, Can you imagine how much he eats on a daily basis? I don't basis? even <laughs> want to think about it. When he's in, like, bulk and, like, you know, build well, sessions. Honestly, just to maintain. Just to maintain is unbelievable. Like, the amount of food he has to ingest to maintain is disgusting. Like, you want to see something crazy, look at him in Hercules, okay? When he played Hercules. I'm just looking at him now. Even now is ridiculous. But if you look at him in Hercules, number one, he is jacked out of his mind. Okay? He's probably the biggest he's ever been in that movie. Okay? And so his intake had to have been just atrocious. The amount of calorie 
intake he had to have to maintain that physique was unbelievable. Not only that, he was probably one of the most unhealthy he's ever been in his life for that movie on the fact of all the calorie intake he had to have to maintain and the reduced water to make everything look the way it did. Those people, when you see them in the magazines or you see them in the movies or whatever, they are not at a healthy, sustainable level. They're not. They're superhuman on purpose. They're meant to look unachievable, unattainable, because they can't survive like that. Like, look at Curse Hensworth right now. Is he in shape? Definitely. I guarantee you he's in great shape right now. Does he look like he did in Thor? Not a chance. (laughs) Not a chance does that man look like that. Sure. Like, look at him in any other movie he's been in, and then look at him in Thor and go, it looks like he's wearing a bodysuit. Because he technically kind of is. Because he's been putting everything into his body to get to that size, putting in an enormous amount of work to get to that size, and then he does it for the movie, and then as soon as the movie's done, he cuts like crazy, because his body cannot maintain that. I just want to see what they eat one day. I can look up what the calorie intake was. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't want to go through all this, because I don't want it to be that long of a topic, and we're running out of time, and I have other things that I want to talk about, because we have to take a break like right now. What was Dwayne But. I, I want to know. Not it's not even caloric intake. I want to see physically see Food what the man has to eat in the course of a day. For Hercules. I don't, I don't care what the caloric intake is. I want to see like does he eat nine million jelly donuts? Like is that it? You know, how many eggs? How many raw eggs? Is it is it like two dozen? <laughs> man eat two steaks? No, that man ate everything. Oh, I bet he did. But I want to know. I want to see. Like, I want to see the plate. I want to see the breakfast plate, the lunch plate, the they dinner were plate. Constantly eating. Yeah, I want. Constant. I, I want to see it. I want to see <laughs> what it is because can, I'm curious. I know what. Um, like I've seen the food that like Eddie Hall. Okay. When he was training for World's Strongest Man and sure. stuff, I have seen what he eats on a normal day during this training session. Yeah, dude. There's no way, like he's even said too, he goes, you don't like eating this. Like it doesn't taste good. No, I believe that. Like he goes, the amount of food I have to ingest. He goes, there's certain people that can do it and certain people that can't. On the sole fact of a lot of people trying to ingest this amount of food, they will make themselves sick. Yeah. Because it's so much food i'm just curious that's it gator i just curious as the amount i want to see like i want to see the plate i I saw his breakfast plate and it was like more food than i eat in three days i don't want to see eddie hall so i want to see the other guys (laughs) because i know who eddie hall is and yeah yeah man ate a lot of food yeah yeah like the world's strongest guys those guys like i know that they are ripped right unbelievable But they also have the extra coating on the well they have to to generate inertia yeah I get it. Right. That's not what I want to yeah. see. Here's the thing. The, the world's strongest man, guys, that people see, like, if you look at them and go, oh, they're fat. Shut They're up. not fat. They're no. not fat. They mm-hmm. are not. They don't want to carry all that weight. They know they have to. Yeah. I'm not I'm not making that argument. That's not the argument I'm making. Right. I just want to see the other dudes because I know what it takes to be those guys, and I don't care because it's just that's ridiculous. Right. The things they do are ridiculous. They're, they're not jobs. They're freaks of nature. Yeah. Anyway, just taking a break. We'll be back in a bit. Listen open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Stick around.
Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. The Sessions Concert Series returns to Metamora, Michigan. Cascade Lounge is the place to see three great bands that I play on my show that you need in your life. Saturday, February 17th, come on out and see Living AI, Today's Okay, and Heat Above. You've heard them on the show, you've loved them, now come see them live. No tickets to buy, no cover, just come on in. It's all taking place at Cascade Lounge in Metamora, Michigan. Saturday, February 17th. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. 
With over 180 businesses, downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Days Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Days Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Solid State Radio. Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthia, and in studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. Oh. All right, let's 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 uh we got topics. Okay, so let's go through those. I didn't actually expect that one to take as long as it did. Yeah, we got into lots of things. All right, so do you want to talk about? I'll, I'll give you options. Okay. All right, I'm ready. One of them is uh about you know moving in and then decor. Okay. Okay. It's a longer one, but it's interesting. Okay. Uh, the other one is girlfriend goes to sleep in a different room every time you stay over. Let's go decor. Okay. All right, we'll do that one then. Okay. Okay. Uh 25-27. I refuse to let my boyfriend move in over an argument about decor. How do I get him to compromise? What does he want to put in? It's not about what he wants to put in. It's about her decor. He doesn't like her decor? Absolutely not. Is it what, like unicorns and rainbows? Pretty close. Oh, snap. Uh, so I'm 25, just ended an argument with my boyfriend, 27. Let's call him Alan. By informing him that I wouldn't be moving in with him after all. He says I'm being dramatic and overreacting. I think he's waving red flags at me. Alan and I have been dating for two years and decided to move in together when our leases ended. His ends in three months. Mine ends next week. We picked out a place together. I'm set to move in on the last day of my lease. Our agreement is that we would split deposit fees. I would move in and pay rent 100% until he moved in so he wasn't paying rent at two places and I didn't have to pay to end his lease early. Okay. Okay. Uh, once his lease ends, we're, we were going to add him to the lease and then split rent bill 70-30 because I make more and I believe in paying proportionally to what you make when living together. Now, okay. if that's your thing and it isn't something that he's brought up, I'm okay with it. Right. Okay? Yep. I'm on board with that. Okay. Tonight, well, let's see, is that, tonight while eating dinner, I mentioned that we should decide what furniture to keep and what to get rid of once he moves in. I was under the assumption that I would move in my things to use for the next three months, and then we'd figure out how to combine our two very different decorating styles when he moved in. But I wanted to know what major pieces of furniture he wanted to keep slash get rid of or replace altogether. I want it noted that I never expected him to just let me decorate and furnish the entire apartment. Okay. That's when Alan got a confused look on his face and said, what do you mean? Won't you be getting rid of most of your stuff? And I asked what he meant. Why would I be getting rid of most of my stuff? His reply was, babe, you can't expect me to live somewhere decorated the way your apartment is. 
Okay. I was offended by this disbelieving tone, uh, but I understood that my decorating style isn't what most people go for. So I said, of course I don't expect you to decorate the entire apartment. That's why we need to decide what we're keeping of yours and what we're keeping of mine and how to combine our different styles. Okay. Alan sighed, and the same way you do when you're trying to explain something pretty simple to someone who doesn't understand no matter how you phrase it. Uh Uh-oh. He told me that no guy is ever going to want to live in a place with any of your stuff in it. He even went as far to say as, lucky I even stayed over so often without complaining. Wow, okay. It kind of sounds like a tool bag, right? Yeah, just a tad Uh bit. Now, I admit my personal decorating style is not going to land my place in interior design magazines, but that seemed sexist and honestly rude as shit. Uh, for context, my decor is what one of my friends likes to call Barbie meets goth. Another friend calls it neon fairy obsessed with death. I understand this. Do we get yep, where we're I going? Uh huh. One hundred percent. No. There's yep. a lot of bright colors like pink, green, and blue, mostly pink and morbid decor. Yeah, like uh, you know, pink sparkly death skulls. Some examples com- include the Halloween school bowl. I painted hot pink and glued rhinestones that held snacks and candy in the kitchen. Bingo! Yeah, we see, have called, a winner. I called this perfectly. Okay. Yep. Yep. I know this. This whole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. 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 So my collection of stuffed animals and squishmallows set that sat on a large lime green cabinet and holds my movies and games arranged around a small, not functional guillotine where they were in the middle of carrying out punishment for Mr. Sherbert Puke. He is a teddy bear I had as a child colored in a pastel rainbow color that reminded me of the time that I ate too much Sherbert and threw up on my babysitter and refused to change his name in his old age. His crimes are many, and the people, oh the other stuffies, God. are going French Revolution on him. My bathroom, which you is... You ex- have a non-functioning guillotine. Yes. My, Get help. My bathroom, which is exclusively decorated mushrooms. If it comes with mushroom pattern, I have probably had it in my bathroom. The bath mat, the shower curtain, trash can, wall decals, towels, and toothbrush holder were all shaped like or covered in mushrooms, mostly pink, blue, and yellow. My couch is pink. My coffee table is teal. My TV stand is gray with bright blue floral contact paper lining the shelves and cabinets. Stiff Biff just came in as well, and he's hearing this nonsense. Well... I that's going to be interesting. Like I said, it's not an aesthetic that's for most everyone, but I never thought Alan had a problem with it. I, the first how time, does he? No. The first, no. The first time he visited my apartment, he said it fit my personality. I believe that. I do believe that. Whenever I got a new piece of decor and did something DIY thing, he always complimented me on them. I know that doesn't mean he necessarily person. wants to live in an apartment full of this stuff, but I never thought he disliked it all enough to claim that I was lucky he put up with it. Given, once again, I don't care that it's a pastel nightmare. <laughs> you don't get to say stuff like that. No, you don't. When he stayed over, I grew up in a house where everything was gray, brown, or white, and that kind of aesthetic bores me personally, so I love having fun, colorful things filling my home. I was more than prepared to make sacrifices to my style in order to live with my boyfriend, aside from the guillotine, because that took me forever to make. So but the refused, one thing you have to keep is, is the, the non-functioning guillotine. Yes. guillotine. Oh, my God. But he refused to accept any of the compromises I offered. He didn't want to let me keep any of my furniture. He said the pink couch was too girly. The lime green cabinet was ugly. And many different skull-shaped things were creepy and weird. And my colorful mushroom bathroom was childish. 
<laughs> Kathy says, girl, get rid of that shit. <laughs> he didn't want me to let me keep my furniture. He said, I don't know, we already did this. After an hour of trying to find some sort of compromise on what things I could keep, I finally asked him if he was going to try to make me get rid of everything I owned, and his response was, no, babe, I love your clothes. This man actually expects me to move into an apartment, live there for three months, and then get rid of everything I own when he moves in. I pointed out this was ridiculous as I'd have to pack everything up and move it out twice in the span of three months. And that was ignoring the fact that he wants me to get rid of things I lovingly made because I couldn't find things to match my style. And I promise it took a lot of attempts for each of them because I am not overly skilled in DIY. Oh my god, I don't care. Alan claimed this was all a sacrifice I would just have to make for our relationship to move on to the next step. I asked him if he planned to get rid of his stuff so we could pick out new things together we both liked, and he said no. Well, that's not fair. Nope, and this is where I'm going with it. Yeah. He said I should be more than happy with all of his things because none of it was weird or creepy or covered in glitter. Because I also like shiny things and rhinestones. I do not bring glitter into my home. I actually laughed in his face. I might be an a-hole for it, but I told him that the most basic guy style I'd ever seen, and if most of the furniture wasn't black, I'd call him a sad beige mom. Alan was pissed and said that I'm an adult and he start acting like it instead of decorating like a little girl. Okay, no, no, no. I asked him why he's with me if my style is so offensive to him and he's the one who said it matched my personality. His response was, you're a fun and quirky person, but that doesn't mean you should be allowed to be decorating like a three-year-old. No, no, no. How am I supposed to bring my friends over and not be embarrassed? Oh, my God. So I told him that until he apologizes for insulting me in my style and agrees to let me keep half of my things, he won't be moving in. My name is currently the only one on the lease, and I am the only one who can afford the apartment by myself, so I will not be adding him to the lease unless I believe he is truly sorry for what he said. I'm not going to live with someone who is embarrassed of something as important as my personal style. Uh, okay, I, I think he's bought into the nonsense about pink being too feminine and doesn't want me to keep my decor because he thinks his friends will make jokes about him letting me take over the place and being whipped or something. How do I get him to compromise? You don't. You, um, no. And the he, jokes are going to happen no matter what. You could have one thing that's pink and shiny in there, and the guys are going to make fun of him. Guys are douches. It. So just deal with that. So here's the thing. All in all, he's in the wrong. Yeah, no. Uh, it it mean, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, your place sounds like a nightmare, and I would hate your style. But Right. But it's yours. But it is yours, and he's absolutely in the wrong because living together is a compromise. You do go for things. Like, listen, the pink couch and teal table. I think it might be time to get rid of the pink couch. You could keep the teal table, but the pink couch has right. to go. I think, I, I, I think I it might be time to say goodbye to the pink couch, and I think that's fair. And it's not because it's girly or feminine. I don't care about the coloration. It's just a pink, pink couch. Pink is just ugly for yeah. a couch. Are you kidding me? Right. Like, it's going to be stained. It's going to be nasty. It's going to show everything. It's not functional. And you can't tell me for a minute that the pink couch is more comfy than a black couch. I don't. I don't care. It's. A, it's just. A, I just know it's not because nobody makes a couch that's quality and comfy in pink. But not to mention the pink and teal thing doesn't really match all together. It's to bubble begin gum. With. It's yeah. It is bubble gum. It's. It's horrendous. It is a horrendous style, and that's. I get it. But there is a compromise because here's the thing: if you're talking about it being a guy, right? And yeah. you're Like you're gonna move into my place. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep up all of my WWE posters. Right. I mean, that's the other half. Is what does he have? Like WWE beer posters, football crap. Like so years ago. Um. Yeah. Stiff says I think black couches are the most popular. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about that black couch. All right. Even I know that joke. 
The casting couch is black. Yeah, the casting couch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like years ago, I won a beer poster. Sure. All right. One of those like beer mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get you. Like, like the, the. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Like I, that. Yeah. yeah. I I won one of those in a raffle or something like that. Okay. Yeah. They're expensive. They're nice. Yes. They're clean. This uh-huh. and that. It's never been in my house. No. Ever. I no. gave it away. Because yep. I was like, yeah, no, I don't need that. That's that's just ridiculous. And, like, don't get me wrong, I like beer. And I like beer posters and beer mirrors. And it was a Detroit Lions Bud Light beer mirror. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Nope. I'm good. Don't need it. Where it deserves to be is in a garage somewhere. Yep. Like, in a man cave or a garage or sure, something like sure. that. It doesn't deserve to be in my living room. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen. What's in my living room right now? Granted, I'm married with children. Yes. So you go into my living room. What are you going to see on the walls? Children's artwork. Probably children's artwork. Family pictures. Pictures of the photos of the family. That kind of stuff. Sure. Why? Because that's tasteful. It's mm-hmm. it's You walk in, you're like, oh, that's nice. It's pictures of yeah. you guys. Like, it's not home till you put things on the wall. Sure. That's just what it comes down to. Okay? And so that's fine. You walk it through the, the you know, the, the other parts of my house. What's on the wall? Like, the normal things that you would expect to be on a wall. Like, a calendar or, sure. you know, a kid's painting or something like yeah. that. Now, you walk into my bedroom, and on one wall, I have one wall. Yes. Okay, it's my wall. Yep. For the most part. Not completely. It's my section. I have my section of my wall. Sure. Okay. Which is fair. That's the way it goes. And my wife was nice enough to hang them up for me. She surprised me one day because she was like, you don't have anything on the walls anywhere. I was like, I don't have things to put on walls. Yeah. That's not what I do. Then she goes, yeah, but you have these. And so all of my pennants are up on a wall. Okay. Which I got them from my dad. And they're super cool. They're like like um 1960s 1970s pennants Mm -hmm. and so like i have like a 1960s like detroit lions pennant 19 i think it's like a 1980s detroit tigers pennant sure you know a 97 michigan wolverines pennant sure you know that kind of crap yeah and like that's just it's it's cool but it's that's it yeah no i get it you know but it's not I'm not taking over by any means. Now, no. granted, I'm in a relationship, so when we buy a piece of furniture, like, we're both buying it. Yes. Like, we go there, like, we bought a sectional couch, and it's one of those, we both went and bought it. I don't, like, th- this is my major issue with all of this. There is no compromise. Right. No one is compromising here. It sounds like she was willing to compromise, but... He wanted her compromise to be everything. Everything. And now, that's where it gets to be unfair, given, I like I said... Her whole thing sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah, without a doubt. But that's the person you're dating. You went into her house. What was the expectation here? Yeah, you knew she was bringing it with her. Like, you knew that was coming. You're not changing it around. Like, I mean, the number one thing I would look at if you do have a hot pink couch, like, I gotta get rid of that. Yes, no, absolutely. I have to. I'm sorry. I know it's probably your favorite thing in the world, but no, no chance. Mm -hmm. And then second on that list is why do I need a guillotine in my living room? I would, you can keep the guillotine, just put it somewhere else. You got a spare room? Spare spare, room. spare bedroom. Well, Your office? Is, I don't is, care. Put it in there. That's what I'm. That's where I'm getting at. Like, the, there's a lot of different things. I have a lot of sports memorabilia and so on and so forth, right? Like, if I was sharing a place with somebody, I don't expect all the sports memorabilia to stay up on the wall. No. I expect things to change. If I get a space that's my own, cool. If not, it goes in a box or it goes in a closet. It is what it is. I don't care. Right. It isn't that big of a deal. If you have nine million anime figurines, you're gonna get made fun of, right? Right. 
But if that's important to you, then maybe you get a little office desk and you get to set it up the way right. you want to. It's your, your space Funko to Pops do whatever, or whatever you want. You know, there's, there's this is where it comes and goes. She made a lot of time to make this guillotine. I'm not saying you got to get rid of it. What I am saying is don't put it in my living room. And that's it. That's a fair compromise. So I when people so. come in, they don't see a guillotine right. sitting but in the living room. But your teal table that you made, yeah. you want to put your, your Halloween skull on your teal table? Go for Go it. Go ahead. Have a field day. Absolutely. You know, but all your stuffed animals that remind you of when you puked up sherbet ice cream, don't put them in my living room. I, and this is it. This is the compromise. This is the compromise. Don't get rid of stuff. You don't have to get rid of everything. No, we can find places you to put find it. Where you, yeah, you find places to put it. You find a way to compromise. If you're a minimalist and you just don't like things, then that's on you. If you're with right. somebody who likes having a ton of different things, then... You just lean and let them have what they have because at the end of the day, if you're a minimalist, you don't care. If you're embarrassed about people coming over and stuff, then you're embarrassed of the person you're with. Right. And at the end of the day, no one has to get rid of anything. If you're that concerned or if you don't know or whatever and you don't want to get rid of it, get a storage unit. Everybody's excess furniture from both of you go in there. Yep. So if everything goes well and things continue on the way it's supposed to, you're not going to live in an apartment forever. You're going to get a house, and maybe you'll get a house big enough for all your crap. Yeah. Okay. But if you don't, then you don't have to start over from square one. Or if you're at that point in your life where you're like, you know what, it's time for a transition. You know, then cool. And and I don't think that the guy bought into the whole feminine thing. I think you're reaching there. I think that you have a gaudy, ugly couch. No. And you need to like get yeah. rid of the gaudy, ugly couch. What? There might be a feminine thing with the pink. Uh, impossible. That but... sounds more like a friend told you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I think of pink couch, I don't sit there and go like, "Oh, that's too girly for me." I think, "God damn, that's an ugly ass couch." Right. <laughs> it sounds. It sounds more like you talk to a friend, and a friend went, "Well, it sounds very sexist of him," yeah. and it's the one single friend that can't land. And a I'm dude. not saying that there isn't that <laughs> level of things because there's a possibility there. Because clearly, he does care about what his friends think, and that seems to be a big yeah. ordeal there. And once again. If your friends are going to be that bad and you're way too afraid of judgment, this is the person you're dating. This is her. Right. These are the things she cares about. You knew that beforehand. If you're going to be embarrassed of those things, you are embarrassed of her. Biff has an answer for all of this. Well, that's Biff's answer. Okay, so number one Biff's answer is pitch it to HGTV. Could be wonderful. Yeah, I mean, Which you're probably not wrong there. But Biff also says that um, what is necessary is a portrait of Stiff Biff in the bedroom. Oh, absolutely. It's necessary. And he also said that uh, General Dick had said, me, 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 me. I don't know what that means. It's, <sighs> I, I have no idea, but it is what it is. And he also thinks that a guillotine sends a strong message to visitors. I, I would agree. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, that does. <laughs> I don't. I, it's whatever as far as that stuff goes. She's quirky. She has quirky things. That's okay. I'm also quirky. I have quirky right. things. You so can like, you can sprinkle quirky. Yes. But you can't paint quirky. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. But there are people that like, do paint quirky. Quir quirky should be the sprinkles on the ice cream cone. It shouldn't be the damn waffle cone. Some people live that way, and you know what? That's if, loud and obnoxious. And how do you calm down? If you can't, if you can't do it. If you can't deal with it, then you don't be with that person. That's, that's just how it goes. Like, at the end of the day, when I get home, 
I want my home to be a calm place. I want it to be a place where I'm not stressed. Okay. Now, granted, sometimes you're stressed at home no matter what you do. Absolutely. But I don't want my house and the decor and the paint to be something that contributes to my stress level and anxiety. You can't tell me that glittery pink and teal and black and morbid stuff or whatever. You can't tell me that you can sit in and go, oh, this is my calm, safe place. I get it's something you like. That doesn't mean that it produces a calm environment for you. No matter what anyone says. I get everybody's we, we're, different. We're different on this We are one. different on it, and it's fine. But I'm not ever D- going to say that that's something that when you walk in, you go, ah, my safe place. I'm so, I'm fine here. I don't know, dude. There are people. Like, I don't you can't think say so. That. Nope. I don't wrong. think there. I don't think there are. You're I wrong. think there are people that say they do. No, no, you're but wrong. But I don't think it's true. There are people that feel more at home in clutter than they do with a complete open space. Then they're broken. Those no. are broken people. They're not broken people. They they're are broken different. People. They're different. Nope, Gator people they're operate differently. Nope. No, it's they, a different don't. thing. People it's, like nope, to have nope, stuff around. No, you is, like to have things everybody all cleaned is in up the same because you're a fucking jackass. Thing. You're a fucking jackass. <laughs> no, you like to keep things to where it's all neat and organized. Everything has its place. Has its place. Yes, and it bothers you because you're an OCD motherfucker. <laughs> and <laughs> some people like chaos and disorganization, and that's no, what they like. No, it's not possible. Nobody actually truly likes that yes, stuff. Yes, there are. I don't believe you. A hundred percent. There are nope. people that look at that mm-hmm. and they go, oh, and when things are too clean, they go, oh, and it freaks them out. Don't believe 100%. you. A hundred percent. I think anybody that lives in clutter, when someone comes in and organizes it and has it all cleaned up and nice and neat, they look at it afterwards, they go, oh, I didn't realize it could look this nice. Nope. Don't believe you. No, that's not it. Nope. You, you live in the weird OCD world. Like, I get it. I, I fit more of that mold than I do the clutter. Right. I do. Right. But I know for a fact that there are people that they like they love the clutter. That is the I thing can't. that they enjoy. No. When things are all organized or whatever, it weirds them out. They don't like it. It makes them feel uncomfortable. No. They feel like it's institutionalized. That's they don't fine. don't like that sort of thing. Yeah, that's fine with that's you. Fine. It's not fine for them. That's she likes this aesthetic. You can't be with someone like this. No, I can't. This guy can't be with someone like this. Their relationship's doomed to fail, mostly because exactly. he's a jackass anyway. But like this is my point. They want to roll. The they want to roll in clutter, Gator. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they want to roll. They want to roll in laziness. That's not true. They makes them feel dirty, and that feels good. Don't believe you. It's not a dirty. You thing. can never convince me. It's not, that people enjoy that. It's not a dirty thing. That's not what I. You look at clutter as being dirty. No, that I is don't. not it. I'm not looking. They at love it. the baubles. They love the trinkets. Like, they love all the shit everywhere. Don't kid yourself. You come into my house. There's a bunch of shit everywhere. Yes. Okay. It is not an institutional. Everything has its place. House. Yeah. It's not because I have children. You have kids, and that's the way it works. But in no way, shape, or form do I look at when the kids have gotten done and there's a bunch of crap laying around and all that stuff that they haven't taken care of, that I don't look at it and go, oh, they just enjoy having all their stuff there. It's like no. Clean your crap up. This is bad. That's different. We're talking about different things. We're not talking about just throwing the squishmallows and the, the stuffies on the floor or anything like that. What we're talking about is they're all set up and they're organized all over the place. Yeah, organized chaos. Yeah. Yeah, I understand organized chaos. That's what this is. This is not organized that, chaos. No, this is organized this is, chaos. This is somebody. You don't like it because it's not your thing. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. It doesn't work and, and people are wrong. But, like, you take a look at <laughs> yeah, Stiff Biff showed you his room. Do you know Stiff Biff's I know room? Stiff Biff's office, all right? I'm well aware of this office. Yeah? What do you think of his office? I hate it. Because it's awful. It's it's just, he's <laughs> talking about it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says, I mean, that's my office, but yes. it's organized chaos and mostly everything has a place. But he loves it. 
He loves it. And it looks really impressive. If you're into those things, you would love it too. But you don't, and I don't, so we look at it as a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> he says it's amazing. No, it's not. And it is. It is amazing. So the girl with the, the squishmallows, the stuffies, Build all that shelves. stuff. Find places to put things. So do it. Do it and keep all the shit up there. But they're going to want it. That's the thing. She wants that. She wants no. the teal. She wants the rhinestone. She thinks it's amazing. This guy wants to live in Beige Boring House because he wants to be an adult. He wants to be oh, an adult. This looks professional. Oh. And I get that because I want to feel that way too because I have this weird thing about it. But no. at the same time, if I'm with somebody and they want to have Halloween shit all over the place, they want to have, you know, the glittery rhinestone mirror thing. No. Fine. Fuck it. Fine. You no. want to know why? No. Because I don't care. No. Nope. I don't care. Do I get to have my gaming headset? Do yes. I get to have my games all out and stuff like that? Do I yeah. get to have my stuff? Cool. We're compromise. Awesome. We can do <laughs> rhinestone, whatever. I don't care. Barf rhinestones. I don't give oh a shit. My God, no. We're good with it. It just depends on how you're set up. This guy's not set up this way. Well, Either you compromise or you don't. She tried compromising. He's not. All I know is in this situation, number one, I couldn't move in with her. Not a chance. No that's way, you. shape, or form. And that's fine. Number two, that dude, hey, you need a roommate? I'm game. I mean, you're kind of a dick, so I'm not going to talk to you that much, but whatever. Also, it sounds like you don't make money, so never mind. I don't want to be part of your nonsense either. But, no. No, I, I, don't, I don't. It's just, you have to have a compromise. She likes these things. These are her things. If you were, if he's a sports guy at all, right? If he has jerseys, if he has pennants, if he has anything, anything that's dedicated to putting up on the walls or displaying or anything like that, and you have one problem with her having like a squishmallow thing out or Then you, you know, don't get whatever, to put all those things out. Then you don't get to put anything out. Right. It has to be a compromise. They're not going to compromise. It's doomed to fail from the beginning. Oh, no, absolutely. Because yeah. this guy's put a hard, he drew a line in the sand. Yeah. And she was trying to. Because yeah. she realizes it. The whole post is her realizing what a nightmare she lives in. Right, but it's her nightmare. But it is her nightmare, and she loves it. Yeah, and I don't need to be part of it, and I don't have to agree with your nightmare. I still think you're wrong, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's her lifestyle. It's wrong. For you. It's wrong. But not for her. That's It's and my that's world, point. and I get to say it's wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Never mind. we got to take a break. You guys are listening open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Gator's a jackass, and we're going to be back after this. The Sessions Concert Series returns to Metamora, Michigan. Cascade Lounge is the place to see three great bands that I play on my show that you need in your life. Saturday, February 17th, come on out and see Living AI, Today's Okay, and Heat Above. You've heard them on the show, you've loved them, now come see them live. No tickets to buy, no cover, just come on in. It's all taking place at Cascade Lounge in Metamora, Michigan. Saturday, February 17th. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology.
Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one-of-a-kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascadon Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. 
Michaelhoopfordiscussion.solidstateradio.net. Uh, we are in the last half hour of the show. That seemed to go by real quick. It did go by pretty quick. That makes me at a, it puts me at an impasse because I got a couple of things that we can hit on here, but let's do so let's, it. So let's, let's, uh, you know what? I'll give you options like I normally do. We'll just go through that way, okay? Okay. So you have three things that are left. Uh, how do I tell my needy friend that she will ruin my holiday if she comes with me? Huh. Uh, my girlfriend leaves the bed whenever I sleep over. What is going on? Let's do that one. Okay. Okay, so mid-20s, 25, 25. Okay. My girlfriend leaves the bed whenever I sleep over. What is going on? You so snore. My girlfriend and I have been dating for five months, and it's been going pretty good, but she does one thing that bothers the crap out of me, even though she swears it has nothing to do with me. Whenever I sleep over, she'll wait till I fall asleep, and then she'll go into the living room and sleep on the couch. Leaving me in her room to sleep in her bed, I've asked her about it multiple times. She says it's because she snores, and she doesn't want to wake me up. Oh. But the handful of times she has slept, fully slept with me through the night, I've never heard her snore. And even if she did, I'm a heavy, and that's in all caps, sleeper, so it wouldn't bother me, which I've told her multiple times. <laughs> I've expressed that this makes me feel weird, and <coughs> she, she said she'd stop, but last night she did it again. I'm starting to suspect that she has some other reason for doing this, but she refuses to tell me. What do y'all think? You snore. It's the point where I feel like I should stop sleeping over, to be honest. You snore, buddy. For, for, yeah, yeah. She doesn't want to tell you because she doesn't want to be mean, and you're still new in the relationship that she doesn't want to come off like being a jerk or mess anything up. But at the end of the day, if you're that heavy of a sleeper, yeah. buddy, you snore. There's there's a, there's a couple of different things, but the first thing I thought of was, <laughs> yes, you snore. She yeah. can't sleep when you're over because Or you radiate you heat snore. like normal men do. That's another thing. You radiate heat, it gets too hot, she wants to go off and be comfortable. Right. Here's the, here's the weird thing. People used to sleep in separate beds for the longest time. And oh, while yeah. this was due to... Uh, other things. Other things, yes. Puritan, whatever. Like, <coughs> people did this forever. Yeah. Why? Because it's more comfortable to sleep in your own bed than it is with somebody else. That's just the truth of it. Now, yeah. like, everyone who loves the, the cuddling up before you go to bed and so on and so forth. But once you're sleeping, you typically tend to drift away. And everyone can tell me that all they want, that you've woken up in the middle of the night and you're just sweating balls because everybody's radiating heat and it's just too much or whatever. Or I've woken woken up because the blanket is gone from me and now i'm freezing because someone is a blanket stealer and right. i don't have a blanket and i need it because i'm fragile right uh you know i've woken up because all of a sudden a hand came and went and smacked me in the nose <laughs> or worse the nuts right um and just you know this stuff happens it happens people roll over that's the way sleeping is and so sleeping with other people can be stressful sometimes yeah. or difficult and then you add the idea that somebody snores on top of it so yeah like if you snore, maybe she's not a hard sleeper. Maybe she is a light sleeper, mm -hmm. and you snore, so she gets up and she leaves. That's a possibility. Right. Uh, it could be that maybe she does snore, and even though you say you're a heavy sleeper, she's still embarrassed, so she's going to go do that anyway. Yeah. It is a possibility. You know, you say that you've well, I've been there. You know, yeah, well, and people don't snore the entire night a lot of the times. It's kind of an on and off thing. Unless you're me. Yeah, well, my God. Which I snore the minute I fall asleep, and I don't stop snoring until I wake up. Uh-huh. That's just the way it is. Yep. So, but, you know, it's that could be an on and off thing. The other portion is if you're a heavy sleeper, how would you know? You fall asleep, you're out. Yeah, Even if she did snore, you're not waking up. So, you know, there is an embarrassment factor. It could be that maybe one or both of you fart in your sleep. Uh-huh. 
that's a possibility it could be embarrassing you don't know each other. you know there are a lot of different factors the other part could be just sleeping schedules themselves right like you like and i have different sleeping schedules correct oh 100 right like i'm fading right now Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I this is peak me. Right. No. This I'm, is when I'm waking I'm at, up and I'm, I'm like, oh, end, good to go. I'm at the tail end of my day right now. I'm in let's go motherfucker mode. Like right. this is it, right? I, I am like, if I was at home, I'm already in my jam jams. I am like fading on the couch and about to look at my wife and going, I'm going to bed. I'm getting I'm ready so to duty for another six hours. Yeah, you know, not a like chance. this is this is it. Like I I'm an old ass man now. Yeah, it's fine. I and work my, second shift. And I we say just, my schedule forces me to do this. It's different. But there are some people that are night owls. There are some people that are morning people. It's kind of how that goes, right? <laughs> yeah. You ever thought that maybe you fall asleep super early? Yeah. And she just is awake? Yeah. That sucks. I know that happens a lot at my house. <laughs> I don't want to sit there and lay in bed while you're sleeping or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to get up and move to the couch, too, so I can go watch TV or do something else. Right. Especially if I'm, like, awake, awake. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, there's... An <clears throat> if I can fall asleep and I'm just kind of awake, you know, we're going to try. But, like, right. if I know that I'm not falling asleep, I'm going to sit in bed and just sit there and go, like... One sheep, two sheep, three sheep. <laughs> right. You know, like I'm not doing that. It's not one sheep, two sheep, red sheep, sheep, blue sheep. Ha ha. Yeah. I almost said shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, not anyway, uh, but anyway, uh, we we stopped oh, caring about yeah. that a long about time ago. Ten minutes into the show. Absolutely. Um, no, but like, so sleeping in the same bed, like everybody goes oh man it's just nice to sleep in the same bed like everybody the, whenever you're new in a relationship or whatever like that's a big step yes. to sleep in the same bed overnight kind of thing and i understand it and it is a big step because when you're used to the bed by yourself and now you're sharing it it's very strange very different and you know coming from a person that number one like i did not sleep in the same bed as my wife for years sure um because of what we've talked about <laughs> yeah. i snore like crazy um no matter what like we your neighbors know when you're sleeping exactly yeah. and i mean like that was a known thing mm -hmm. and i never shied away from it. i never said i don't snore you know i know i do oh, and yeah. there was no getting around it and we tried all the things at home you know like tried like the nasal strips yeah, to all open the it home up. Remedies, yeah. yeah or like you know lay on your side or lay on your stomach yeah, yeah, because yeah. you can't snore on your side or you can't snore on your stomach um that's all false uh you totally can yeah um i'm really good at it uh -huh. and this and that and so like that was a big deal obviously for a long time because it was like man i just want to sleep in the same bed as my wife yeah and I couldn't and it was frustrating and this and that now um my situation although unique to mine at yes. the same time is shared by a lot of couples out there mm -hmm. okay whether you think you are or not go get checked for a CPAP I'm telling you they're wonderful they're fantastic I cannot give them enough praise in this world uh -huh. because it is a fantastic thing and would it be like able to say that a CPAP may have actually saved my marriage at some point I think it's safe to say I think so I like you're the reason why I believe in CPAP machines because right. I don't think anyone could stay married to you if you started. No, like the fact that I can tell you yeah. that you could sleep at my house uh -huh. and you would never know when I'm asleep. Yeah, it would be. It's I wouldn't believe it's you. It's mind blowing, yes. right? No, it's one hundred percent true. No. There have been times my wife has opened up the bedroom door on like a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah, and she's opened it up and gone, "Oh, you are awake." Like, she doesn't know. Uh-huh. And, and for people that, you know, listening, like, when we were in college, when we were in college, I'm not joking. We lived in, you know, like, the prison cell dorm yeah, room, like right? Thick cinder blocks. Yeah, thick cinder block 
Yeah. It was not, you know, drywall or patchy or no, anything. No, it no. was like... Thick cinder blocks, big, heavy wooden door. Yeah. We would get down and at the end of the hallway, and you could hear you snoring from your bedroom, mm-hmm. through the cinder blocks, on the way to the dorm room. I believe it. I was brutal. The neighbors would the, the neighbor girls complain to us all the time. I believe that. Oh yeah. Yeah, they never said a word to me, but at the same time, it's one of those like don't get me wrong, I was very self-conscious about that as well because it it's not like I well, didn't choose it. Right. It's not something where I'm sitting there going, "Well, you know, like okay, I'll try to keep it down." It's like yeah. I am not in control of this. I have no control over this whatsoever. And at the time, the idea of a CPAP at that age, we didn't know anything no, about no, that. Nothing about that. If we knew about it, I'd have had one. Sure. Like, there's no question. It would have been, uh, yeah. no, you need one now. I, you, know? you know, it's 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 whatever. Like, I didn't. I don't remember ever being giving you a hard time for no, it or no anything. No, I mean, I remember the general like you oh, just I'm snore sure. like crazy, man. Well, yeah, because I'm sure that somebody said something. Oh, yeah. Because there's no way. Because I, but the first time I heard it, I was like, holy hell, what is that? Right. And you just got used to it, and you're like, yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, how he sleeps. Yeah, sleeping. <laughs> my God. My God. Right. Yeah. But, you know, like, it is what it is. And so, you know, there was the self-conscious act to it or, like, sure. you know, feel where you sit there and go. Like, there were times that if I was staying over at someone's house or something like that, like, I, I wouldn't stay the night. Yeah. Because it was like, no, trust me, you don't want me to stay the night. I know what happens oh, when I, I fall asleep. That. You know, uh, let's see here. Kathy says, I can't believe, I can't even take a short nap without my CPAP user since 95. I'm right there with you, Kath. I cannot sleep without it. Like if I go somewhere yeah. and I don't have my CPAP, I'm not staying the night. Or like when the power goes out in my house. Oh, dear God. No. So, and I completely understand. I get this. I understand where you're coming from and that's fine. I, and it relates to this in a significant way too. So like. Yeah, it could be. You could snore like that. It could. You could be yeah. the bear. She could just be as uh, nice about it as possible and try not to hurt your feelings. There's a lot it's, of different factors. A, yeah, tender road to go on. I don't know what you're possibly dreaming up in your scenario where she's getting up out of bed in the middle of the night. And you're no. like, what well, is she doing? Why doesn't she want to sleep in the bed with me? I don't know, man. Like, right. talk about it. Like, and but so, I don't think it's anything crazy. No, and we we learned a couple things. Once I had the CPAP and I was able to sleep in the same bed. Yeah. Okay, that didn't magically make it where we could sleep in the same bed no. every night because it was still a learning curve. And yes. what we have learned: number one, I am the hot box. I yeah. am the man that generates heat. The heat yeah. Like you come over to me and wake me up or whatever, and you touch me to wake me up, I will be hot to the touch. Yeah. There is nothing I can do about it. That is just how I how my body reacts or what it does. Mm-hmm. What we did learn is that like my wife is one of those people that she cocoons. Yeah. Okay. She burritos up. Yes, she is you. Okay. She burritos up like crazy where there's like six, seven blankets kind of thing. And it's all this stuff. I am one of those people that's like, give me a comforter, that's all I need. Yeah. That's like put the bed sheet on that I lay on so I'm not laying on the mattress mm-hmm. and then give me a comforter. I'm fine. That's all I need in this world because half the time I'm going to be half out from that comforter anyway. I am one of those like one leg out type oh, people. Oh, I don't want a sheet because it feels constricting. I don't want too many layers. I just want the comforter. That's it. Right. But I need two I, pillows and I need to be in the cocoon. Right. Like I just need the one blanket and I'm fine. Yeah. I'm set. That's cool. So what we learned though is that you take the bed and you split it in half, right? Like yeah. normal couples do. Sure. Okay. And on one side of the bed is my comforter. 
That's it. Yeah. On the other half of the bed is all of her crap. Yeah. You have different sheets. You have different... Shocker. Comforters. It works beautifully. It does. Because they can't steal mine, and I'm definitely not going to steal hers. Right. Now, in the dead of cold... When it's super cold outside and maybe it gets a little chillier in the room than it sure. normally does, have there been times that somebody has maybe grabbed my blanket? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Because they're just like, I'm cold and I feel for a blanket thinking it's one that they don't have on and they rip yeah. mine and uh, then I take it back. Sure. But that's such a rare occurrence. Absolutely. And so you find different things to kind of help yourself well, and, out. And it's always, you know, you don't have that couple like you're, you're snuggled up and you're... Listen, I sleep in a ball. Like, there's jokes being made all the time i have slept in beds with other people right they get like 75 percent of the bed i will always have that 25 right. you just want that one little, little spot that you kind of curl up it's into. just how i sleep right like, I, <laughs> I like don't take up the room. fact that there were times that we would be in college <laughs> yes and we were twin mattresses uh-huh. in college and there was a time where you were like hey man if you want to play a game on the playstation go ahead and just go in there and play like it's yeah, fine absolutely you know and i was like oh okay and i didn't do it very often no but once in a blue moon i was like yeah i'll play a game real quick or whatever and so i went in there and started playing not knowing oh, you were asleep in the bed yeah. like i walked in and just saw a pile of blankets and a pillow and i was like oh okay he must be out with whoever whatever sure and so i'll start playing and i started playing and then like i don't know maybe five ten minutes in all of a sudden something moves on the bed and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh no go sleeping i better turn this off and get out of here <laughs> I mean, and it wasn't just you. No, Nick, I know. Nick sat on me once. I believe that, too. <laughs> and, and, I mean, it's just so the fact that she's getting up in the middle of the night and getting yeah. away, like there is something going on that either she doesn't want to say because she doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Sure. Or you're not aware of, or maybe she doesn't want to say because it's embarrassing to, to her. her. One of those three things are happening. But it's nothing nefarious. No. So get your head out of your ass. Right. Just understand that they're both, like, she's a better person when she gets a night's sleep. You're a better person when you get a night's sleep. However that needs to function and work is how it's going to work. There's no sense in both of you struggling or one of you struggling to get a night's sleep and then making the next day worse because of it yeah like all this does is in the end make everything else work a little bit better so just be happy yeah yeah no i agree 100 percent. yeah i think that that solves that one i think so okay uh so that leaves us with two things uh chad also says um he would take the snoring over uh somebody's tendency to grind their teeth super loudly Oof. I've heard that too. Heard that's that a well. rough one. That's a weird one. Like, and that's because that one creeps me out. Right, because it sounds like they're gonna bust their teeth out of their mouth. Um, that, yeah, it's in the same realm, and it's once again the same thing where it's they're not choosing to do that. Right, and you people can't... are like, "Oh, get the mouth guard and just wear the mouth." You ever tried to sleep with something in your mouth? Mm-hmm. It's not easy. No, and nine times out of ten, you wake up in the middle of the night, rip it out, and throw it across the room. So. Um, no, I, it, you know, messing with people's sleep is a difficult thing, but it is a weird noise. Let's, I will give you that. Let's do, we get, we got two topics that are left. We don't have much time, so no. we're going to have to go through them quick. Okay. Ready? So which Speed one round. do you want to do? Don't care. Pick one. Go. No, I'm going to give you a choice. Oh. Uh, how do I tell my needy friend that she will ruin my holiday if she comes with? And the other one is my day hole for dropping my stepkids with my in-laws and saying that they're not my problem anymore. Oh God. Uh, am I the a-hole? Let's okay. do it. All right. Am I the a-hole for dropping off my stepkids with my in-laws and saying they are not my problem anymore? This yes. is a great topic. You are an a-hole. 
Okay. Okay. My wife passed away just before Thanksgiving. Oh, crap. It came out of nowhere, and I am somewhat broken. To make it worse, my stepkids have decided since I am not their father, they don't have to obey me anymore. Oh, crap. And this is, it gets really interesting to me. This brings up different questions. Okay. Okay. They are teens. They have never been my biggest fans. They love their dad, and I was only ever their mom's husband. Oh, that sucks. However, when Dina was alive, they treated our home and uh, treated our home well and me with respect. After she died, they became assholes. Okay. Yes, I know their mom died. It sucks. But that was my wife and the mother of my children. I am also having a tough time. Right. <laughs> Uh, their parental grandparents are also shitting on me for not being more understanding of all they're going through. Okay. I have tried. I have offered them counseling. I have given them space. I have been there for them. I am at my wit's end. Okay. Okay. The, the last straw was when we were over there for supper last week. I said it was time to go so I could get the littles to bed. My stepkids said that they didn't want to go and that I should leave them and come back for them. It is a two-hour drive. Huh. I said no. Their grandparents said I was being too hard on them and I should let them stay. I'm having a hard time with two small children, the loss of my wife, and two teen assholes without having my in-laws pile on to make my life more difficult. Okay. So I did. I also picked up their stuff. Instead of coming back for them, I dropped off their stuff at their grandparents' house. Okay. I have two kids under five to take care of. I don't really have time to baby two teens who are just making my life harder. Fair. My house is clean for the first time in weeks. My kids are sleeping through the night. My kid, my stepkids are loving or living. And it's not loving. They they mistyped with their uncle in the same city as me, so they can finish high school with their friends. Everyone on their dad's side is against me. I really don't care. I was told by both of them by their father that I am not to try to parent them. So I'm not. I actually do not have any parental rights over them. Their dad was not even okay with me being on the contact form for them at school. So his parents bear the contract. My wife left behind a small life insurance policy, which I will divide between our four kids. Uh, but I was the breadwinner in my house, so I bought pretty much everything for the last eight years. So now, now it's all mine. Okay. My in-laws are calling me an asshole for abandoning the kids, but I have two kids that need me more. The older two have a dad as well as grandparents to help them. My kids do too, I guess, but they also have me, and I want them to have a peaceful home. Okay. So, is he the a-hole? <sighs> I mean, after hearing it all, no. I'm going with no, and I have a really difficult time here because I don't really understand this. And I've always kind of wondered it, but, you know, in the back of my mind, because... Like, what happens in this scenario? Yes. When you don't technically have any parental rights, yeah, and the one that does passes away, so you lose any kind of parental rights you may have, and Dad is still in the picture, so why don't they just go live with Dad at that point, considering it, the next of kin is him? Right, yeah, this is, this is the part that I don't understand, is why those kids don't live with their father. Like, right. that's the part that I have like, a hard time wouldn't with. Wouldn't that make more sense that that's where they go now? Right, because, like, my assumption, if I was a step-parent, right? Right. It would be if, if the person, my partner, passed away. Right. Their kids that aren't biologically mine would go live with the biological father if he's still in the picture. Right, if he's still in the picture. Now, if it's a situation where it's like it's not your biological kid, but they've lived with you and you've been with mom since the kid was like two, right. and you've been every bit of a father figure and like dad to this kid, Yes. then I understand where it's like, yeah, I get that you don't have any biological rights, mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, if you want to stay here, I would love to have you here. And I can understand that sort of situation, yeah. but I also don't see a world where like that happens and the biological father is like, no, no. 
<laughs> right. So I don't I don't get right. this I, scenario. I don't see in that situation where the dad would be like, no, they're going to live with me no matter what now because you don't have a right to it. It's like, right. mm, no, I kind of do at this point. The only thing that I can see here is you just not having stepchildren anymore. Like, that's typically right. how I would look that's, at it. And it's not, it's not that you wouldn't want to be in their lives. Like, I think that you could try all you want, but when there's a living parent that's there and, and they're still part of the picture... Then you're pretty much SOL, right? Yeah, it's like, one of that's those like, hey, if anything ever happens, you know you can always come to me. And if you choose to want to stay here, that's perfectly fine with me. But I understand the fact that that is your dad, and he's still very but, much in the picture. And uh, that's how that's I, where you want to go. That's how I can see it going. I, you know, and I also can't see the other parent that is actively involved still being cool, like saying, hey, no, stepdad can t- still be the, the primary guy. I don't see that happening. I just don't see it. No. So, and especially with, I mean, the in-laws giving them crap and stuff. It's like, uh, uh, no. So the situation itself is something that to me is just unheard of and it's super weird. But I don't think you're an a-hole for the teens that don't care for you or whatever. No, it's time for their dad to actually step up. Yeah. I don't, it's just that's the way it seems to me. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm on board. I don't think he's an a-hole. Yeah. I think the parents or the step-parents just need to get out of town. Absolutely. All right, guys, you have a great week and we'll see you, I guess, when we see you. I don't, you know. Yeah, it'll be a few weeks couple weeks at least yeah probably so take care have fun bye be safe be good people yeah solid state radio